If you guys don't know Leviathan, you're crazy. But give me a little backstory. Tell me about yourself. I'm going to go straight into the interview. All right. Uh, I guess gaming background, like I grew up, um, you know, my parents were pretty like surprisingly into gaming. And I thought that that was normal at the time. And then I grew like a bunch of friends and stuff were like, yo, my parents like hate video games. Like they never want me to play at all. But my dad was the one who like every time a new console came out, he would instantly get the new one. And I got to get the hand me down of like, okay, you know, Sega's (laughs) old school. Now I got the PlayStation. Oh, I got the Xbox. You get to keep the PlayStation. So it's kind of cool to. Uh, so your dad stuff. was a gamer? Yeah, dude. Still to this day. Still? Like he, yeah, he always awesome. will like send me some messages be like, oh, I heard about BlizzCon. Like, what's going on there? That's awesome, man. So do, do you play games with him? Do you have the same tastes? Not at all. He loves like all the shooters, like looter shooters, really? uh, Borderlands, all that stuff. And I've never been like, I used to play with him and he would just like headshot me every single time. It's like, I don't, this isn't fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, so what got you started in content creation like how did you what made you like "Hmm, you know what this is cool i can do this it really was uh the beginning of diablo 3 like back in may 2012 um i was one of those guys just always on the forums trying to soak knowledge trying to figure out how to play barbarian better um how to take advantage of the auction house if you remember that back yeah yeah and just uh having some good convos with people um and realizing that i enjoyed kind of talk about the game, sharing any tips that I figured out or, you know, heard from somebody else hmm. uh, made it so that uh, it started out with writing maybe like a longer post on the forums. Then there was the podcast that Diablo Inc. Gamers used to do. I yeah. do like a guest spot over there, similar to something like this, right? Right. Um, and then eventually I was like, you know what? I can just like, YouTube's free. I can open up a channel, put some stuff up there. I was watching Crip when he first started streaming on Twitch. Oh, and I was shit. like, man, that actually looks like a lot of fun. So I figured I would open that up too. And, the rest, as they say, is history, right? Yeah, that's awesome. I was curious who who you started seeing on on Twitch. It was Crip, huh? Mm-hmm. So, what was first your guy. first season as a streamer? Uh, season one, actually. Fuck, really? The very first season. Wow, man. Damn. I didn't even know about Twitch back in season <laughs> one. I don't think <laughs> so. Because that was awesome. what 2014. Holy, it's been like five years. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think it was like late 14, early 15 when I first saw my first streamer, and uh, it was all downhill from there as soon as i saw twitch i'm like oh my god this is it this is the you're a good father and yeah exactly. <laughs> I was, you know, all went down i live in a cardboard box and my wife left me, you know. perfect <laughs> no just just joking um so fluff's got that straightened out i'm gonna get back to the interview for a second but fluff let's hit these polls up real quick yeah yeah from last week so last so, week we asked yo hang on damn pull it up Chat. There we go. Would you rather have new weapon sets or new armor class sets? So, like weapon sets, we mean like Volkathos, Jesseth, stuff like that. And armor sets is obviously armor sets. So, Leviathan, before we we weigh in here, what would you rather have? Huh. It's an interesting question. Um, I think I would have to go with new armor class sets because I just feel like you can enable more with them. To me, it always felt like the uh, the weapon sets helped out maybe one particular thing because I'm just thinking about it from a DH perspective, right? Sure. Our Donettas um, <laughs> like aren't used at right, all. Right, right. Have you ever so, done that, like where you swap? Oh, for like bounties and yeah. stuff. I haven't. It's just so cumbersome to do it, yeah. but it is like the best way to do it. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> but yeah, so I 
I guess I tend to agree. What do you think, P? What do you think one? I do. I, and what yeah, do you I think agree. you want? Okay. Okay. I think new weapon sets could be really cool yeah. if they're super powerful, but then they're going to pigeonhole you into those weapons. And mm. I mean, I guess the sets would do the, the same, same thing, yeah. really, but the sets, they put damage modifiers on the armor, so it's not like the weapons really sure. are the only ones that have it. Just the way that they do armor, it's like it doesn't really matter. Let's do armor. So, okay. I'm, I'm with Leviathan. I'm going to go with it, too. Unanimous. Oh, 76% of the vote says new armor class sets and 24% of the vote says new weapon sets. There you have it. Blizzard, get I want to complain with either though. So, you know yeah. what? I got to mention something because last podcast, we kind of like overlooked something. And when we talked, I talked to you about it on Twitter, like right after. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so last week they came out with that, that big, uh, you know, article that said, hey, the future of Diablo 3, and they said new sets. Yep. Yep. BlizzCon. 100% BlizzCon were getting new Diablo 3 sets because they're going to add to Diablo 3 yeah. content at BlizzCon. Once you told me that, I, I was like, yeah, I agree. I, I think they're, they're lining that up. Yeah. I think that's an easy win. Mm -hmm. Something to get the crowd maybe excited, you know? 100%. Yeah. Um, they're Depending gonna, on how they announce it. Yeah, they're going to lead in so, like, hey, here's what we've been working on in Diablo 3. Here's the future of Diablo 3. And then, hey, here's the stuff we're adding in Diablo 3. And then they're going to be like, okay, boom, fade to black, Diablo 4 announcement. Probably like no gameplay or anything. And then yeah. maybe at the end be like, and there's a Diablo Mortal on your phone. I got, you know, that's, man, we're so <laughs> getting away from this interview already. Yeah, sure. So we're going to get back to it. But Leviathan, I got to ask you this. Do you think they're going to touch... Immortal at this BlizzCon. Ooh, I am so conflicted because I'm like, dude, don't do it. But then part of me is like, they have to. They have to, man. They have, they that's a, so much money in it. And that's the thing. I think you're right on the money. They have to because it's it's a game and it's coming out and it's going to make them money. And we haven't heard, we literally haven't heard a single uh, word about it yeah, dude. since last BlizzCon. It'd be insane if it goes an entire year. And I mean, Riker, like, Riker put out a video asking if it, or saying something like it was canceled. I didn't get time to watch it because I just saw it today. I'm like, oh, that'd be interesting. Is it canceled? Like, there's no way. No. Make, no you know, I got to think that it's just, uh, you know. That would be crazy. I feel like that'd be even worse for them, though, to get all that backlash and then to not actually it's be able to gone. It's just gone. just They just never talk about it ever. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. <laughs> you know? I mean... That'd be better than saying we canceled it, though. I think they you should think? Just, if if they did just, just never flake. talk about it, <laughs> like it didn't ever happen. I, you know, I think they're going to talk about it. I just don't see how they can ever present that at BlizzCon without a boo. I don't see how they can do it. I don't yeah. care if they like D three's getting this stuff. Diablo four comes out, and then while you wait, Diablo Immortal, everybody could be on cloud nine from the D four, and they're still gonna boo when D when Immortal comes up on the screen. I, I just don't see how they can talk about it. It's, it's just, yeah, it's the reputation of the game at this point. I think they, like, they still, I'm I'm with you, like, they can't get a win out of it. I think they just touch it the lightest possible. They're like, it's free to download for you right now on your phone and just move on, you know? Yeah, so, I think if they said it was free, maybe, that they could, you know, if they just did that, yeah. That would help a little bit. I don't think it's going to, I don't, I mean, I'm so curious about pricing model, too, but... Um, <laughs> Let's go. What's okay. our new poll, Fluff? Let's the new poll for here. next week, to pull back up is the classic poll. What class are you starting in season 18? 
Obviously, Demon Hunter, Monk, Wizard, Necromancer, Witch Doctor, Barbarian. Leviathan, you're actually not going to play a Demon Hunter? What's this? Mm, it's weird. Classic. No, I'm, I'll definitely start Demon oh, Hunter. Oh, you're saying, you're saying classic. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, no, he said season 18. I, I don't know. I'm yeah, season 18. Things. Yeah. I'm, I'm tripping. I was thinking classic. I heard the word classic, and I'm what like, wow. The wait, classic was wrong. <laughs> what? I you think do. I would make a poll about wow classic? <laughs> I can't wait. I am so excited. But oh okay. Oh my god. You're already like next toxic. week, aren't you? Oh man, I am. Monday's <laughs> gonna be awesome. Ugh. Um amazing. So you're not gonna play Demon Hunter next season? Are you gonna do all classes again like you did this year? This season? Definitely not all classes. That was like too much. I learned a lot, but it was uh it was overwhelming at times because it felt like to some degree, it felt like I kind of had to just like crib sheet it a little bit, like look at other people's setups and didn't learn as much as I wanted to because I was just yeah. trying to rush through a bunch. This time, I think I really want to nail down like maybe two to three at most and just deep dive like wizard for sure. I want to go mm -hmm. deep with deep on. And plus, I think it's just going to be really powerful. Um, I'll start Demon Hunter because that's just what I'm familiar with. Uh, and then maybe one more like which I, I did lawn dagger. Darcy. I don't know if you guys have messed with that. Yeah, it was that so much fun. Mm hmm. What what made it fun for you? Like why? I think just the place that like I always played a uh, witch doctor like back in vanilla, and back then it was still kind of like a weird class. Like zombie beers was the thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It just didn't feel very like as exciting as some of the other classes. But for whatever reason, something about like just the fetishes and you benefit actually from two different uh, COE cycles, mm -hmm. both physical and poison. So that's kind of interesting on its own. There's yeah. good grouping with it. Like, I don't know. It just does a bunch of different things really well. That's cool. Well, I, I Witch Doctor is my least played class. <laughs> we, we don't know why. Like, I, I don't think I've I've got like maybe 50 hours of Witch Doctor. It's so little. <laughs> it's insane considering how much I played everything else. Um, so yeah. I'm going to I'm going to jump back to the interview questions real quick. Did you you started, um, you know, I'm assuming Diablo is the first game you streamed because you said your your intro you watched and and started did you do youtube first or twitch first oh, oh what did i do oh okay so i had a youtube channel originally and i put up like if and actually that stuff is still there too if you go back it's the most lame <laughs> stuff from like college like rollerblading and doing jumps <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah can we pull some it guitar up? hero stuff <laughs> <laughs> like with like 180p that was awesome yeah. <laughs> we all have a couple of those on there absolutely i actually removed mine a little bit later like i, I some Cleaned of the super lame ones i just hit them so <laughs> like i turned it off it's they're private now I'm like man i don't want anybody seeing them. <laughs> but i couldn't delete it though it's still there mm. yeah it's like it, you know it's part of your part of your essence part of your beginnings hell yeah mm -hmm. did you did you start off and say it's your boy no <laughs> i don't think i had like i wasn't cool yet I, or not yet i don't even know if i'm cool now i didn't have like any taglines i feel like the more i watched other people do it you know especially like when Riker, everyone started to post his like hey folks and reddit and stuff i'm like you gotta yeah. have a thing you know yeah it's mm. so hard to get that thing too and be original too yeah. like i don't think you can now yeah, there's but, so many that are taken yeah, at this point yeah everything's taken i don't know how you can be original at this point smash that but. like button <laughs> smash the like button smash it's your boy destroy coming at you yeah man you get some you got some sick rock band compilations on here dude oh my <laughs> all you're checking out the whole song no <laughs> he's digging in <laughs> those views are gonna jump up so much in the next couple of days you're like oh man what did i why did i say that 
so so you started streaming Diablo, um, and it was so like what grabs you with Diablo? You said you know you started playing other games initially. Like what was it? It was just like it's the um, how did you the, find it? First off, I guess that's a great question. So back in uh, middle school, I had like another so another like really cool gaming memory was one of my best friends, Edwin Sanchez, who actually now streams too. Um, he and his brother Lewis were like huge gamers. I went to their house one time and they had this den that was like wall to wall, just covered with SNES games, Nintendo, like every system, you name it. They probably had like a hundred plus games for it. Damn, I don't know damn. how they like afford it. It was nuts. I was like, you guys like basically live at a GameStop. Like this is insane. Um, so he was the one who, uh, when I finally got like a decent desktop, He's like, you gotta try this Diablo game, Diablo Two. He's like, LOD's coming out, which I was like, what the heck is LOD? I don't know what that is. He's like, yeah. uh, Lord of Destruction, new expansion coming out like in a month. So let's just start playing D two, get you familiar. And he was the one who really trained me up. And that summer, I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm off. You you don't have to train me anymore. And I just played like, I can recall like eight hour plus sessions, which for that at that time I was like, holy moly, this is so much playing of just nothing but cows. Just farming on the <laughs> magic find sorceress, yeah, just cows yeah. after cows after cows. Um, and that was the beginning of falling in love with it. Cause it was this idea that like the more time I put in, the more I could get out of it. My character got better. I would find new things, make new friends. Um, and such so, like that developed for me, like in all other aspects of life too. Cause I then started to do running, uh, in like middle school, high school, college, et cetera. It was that same sort of core idea of like the more I went out for a run, uh, if I missed a day, I wasn't going to get better, right? The same thing of like, if I miss a day of playing D2, like that's one less chance at finding that Skulder's Ire or Shaco or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, man. So, um, what keeps you into Diablo now? Like, you know, Diablo has been in this, this, <clears throat> these ups and downs, you know, lows of content. Then we start getting stuff again. Like what keeps you coming back? All right. This is a really timely question. I'm going to, this is like ex- exclusive content for you guys right now. So I don't know if you've noticed, uh, I changed my Twitter handle from Leviathan yeah. D3 yeah. to, to Le- Leviathan. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Leviathan, man. Oh, yeah, dude. I was like, He's you got to rip that A You don't even realize I just rebranded you. Yeah. It's so unique. It works. Oh, You're man, welcome. That's, that's, a, that's how free. I differentiate myself. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, so I got rid of the D3 out of my name, and it was kind of coming off of this feeling that maybe I was starting to feel done with D3. Mm. Um, you know, it, it felt, I'm sure you guys probably feel this too, at least before that blog post that just came out. I was like, it just like maintenance mode is happening. I find myself playing other games more, like Path of Exile, I was really interested in with Betrayal and Onward. Um, playing more hearthstone like it just felt like it was becoming harder to log in mm-hmm. team fight tactics came out for league and i was like this is amazing i could see myself streaming this more playing this more so i was almost going to start to diversify away because it just felt like there wasn't going to be like after i played every class and did like the most powerful builds and stuff like what else is left and then when they finally put that blog post out i was like i can't believe i just changed my name and now they're doing this like it's, it's going to bring <laughs> me back in <laughs> and uh, just to answer your question it's the idea of um just more discovery like because that's the reason i got into the whole content thing is to discover stuff and then share it with people like to have a a video point of reference to say yo go check out this one crazy greater rift that we had go check out this build idea that you know stream someone in stream was like put on this item it's gonna work and we went out and tried it 
Um, the fact that we can have more of those opportunities as they add more items, more sets, mm. uh, it's going to you know prolong coming back and turning the game on again and again. Awesome. Hell yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, and, and we already touched on this some, but like for you, season 17, you quoted that it was your most sex, successful season ever. Um, and so I looked at the stats you were posting. It was pretty impressive, man. You had top 35 on like every class pretty much. Um, you had rank three crusader, rank four DH and rank eight witch doctor. Uh, that's pretty impressive, man. That's a good season. So 650 oh, hours. Yeah. Woo. Crazy. 651 <laughs> hours. 3,111. Like what was it, man? What sucked you in that season so hard? Why was it so successful? You know? I'm still trying to figure that one out because <laughs> like, I think that's I, crazy hours to play, yeah. and, and you know, and this late in this, this last, late, man, that, right. that is the that's, and that's, that's like the thing that gets me. There. Like, man, like after guy. 18 seasons, why now, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I think sometimes I just randomly get motivated. Like I think the last time this happened was season 14, and I just woke up like you know a couple of days before the season. I was like, I want this one to be you know a really hard effort. I'm gonna group as much as I can. I'm going to play like kind of meta with my DH as much as I can. Um, for whatever reason, this time around, I really want to go solo self-found and just see, try to, I, I think in a way, like whenever I decide I have something to prove to people, then that's what motivates me. And I think I wanted to prove to people that you could be incredibly successful in terms of like how you define success, whether that's high Paragon, high leaderboard clears, um, just consistency, being able to play, you know, for like a good six hours every day or so. Um, and show that it's possible. So that was sort of the thing that even though in the middle, I took some time away to, like like I said, play TFT and definitely just not try to burn out, take a little bit of a break. But the idea was to really drive home, like playing solo, even after, you know, you guys will probably talk about solo cell phone league in a bit. After that was done, because it's only the first month of the season, people are like, oh, so you're going to group now. Now you're going to like, you know, open up a little bit more. I was like, no, I got to keep pushing this solo thing forward because if I do it for a whole season, you'll be able to say, Oh, it's not just like the groupers that get the best advantage. Like, sure, you get a huge amount of advantage from grouping, but mm. if you play super hard and dedicated, you can definitely make some waves. Sure. And yeah. that to boil that's down, awesome, if anyone man. wants to know the math, that's three point three hours a day to get to not get that to six fifty one. Yeah, which is really yeah not that lunch if you think about it. I, that's that's pretty dedicated though. Yeah, I mean, that's 100%. like not missing a day to yeah, me. In the season. Like Leviathan's, <laughs> like it's not that much. I'm like. That's dedication, though, dude. That's like seven days a week. You know what I mean? That's like, true. no no time off. But so I miss I give like, you I miss those days. Like the seasons credit. were so fresh that you like. I was like yeah. eight eight hour plus a day. I, I see, some of those like, seasons. I, this, the start of the season is so fun for me, but I don't have the longevity now that I used to. Like you know, back earlier seasons, single digit seasons, and like twelve and maybe thirteen, it was like I wanted to play every day, seven days a week for the entire season. And now it's like it's the initial month. I think sucks me in pretty good, but then after that, it's like okay, let's let's start diversifying a little bit. Playing that's up. when you start looking elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. So I think it happens to a lot of people too. Yeah, and it's and I think that's okay. I think that that's healthy, more healthy than just like <laughs> consuming yourself with a game. Honestly, I'm not saying it's wrong if you do 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 that, but um, you know, just like 
like Fluff and I have talked about a lot, like PUE has the cadence of it's okay, people leave. We know they're going to come back when we do the new league in three months or however long their, their cadence cycle is. And I think that's pretty awesome. If you can find two or three games that have a nice cadence like that, consistent cadence, then it's like boom, 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 boom. You're always right. Yeah, you get fresh. to bounce. Yeah, and yeah. everything stays fresh. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a D3 podcast. Only play D3, never touch <laughs> anything else. Especially not Wild Classic. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So this is this is kind of a little bit loaded question, and I'll ask it. And if you don't have an answer right now, maybe you can come back to it later. But yeah. let's say you're put in the driver's seat. You're in charge of D3. What's an, quote, easy win change that you would make? And then what are some unrealistic, like, long-term, like, this is what I want to see evolve? Do you have any easy wins you think that, man, they just haven't tapped into? Some minor changes. And I know that's super, that's like a super on the spot question. Hey, question. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'll give you some of the stuff that I thought about when the blog post came out. Cause in a way that sort of put the ideas on the table of like, Hey, just cause you have some D3 ideas doesn't mean that they might not happen since they are going to keep actively working on it. Oh, yeah. who knows how long it'll take for some of that stuff. Um, but when they said that there could be some more quality of life, I instantly was thinking like, all right, give us the ability to close greater rifts without leaving the game. So when you're fishing, <laughs> yeah. you can just stay yeah. in that game and just, you know, rail them off. It would make that process so much just more palatable. I think that's an easy win for sure. Yeah. Um, that maybe doesn't satisfy everybody because I know not a lot of people end up like pushing and fishing and stuff like that. But even... Um, Something that would uh, that would hit everybody would be like allow us to gamble for different classes at Kadala while you're on whatever. So if I'm on like Demon Hunter, like that a lot. Yeah. just like give me a drop down, boom, wizard. Now I'm just gambling wizard items. Mm-hmm. See, I, and I've had this discussion about that where like, um, and I'm gonna make more WoW references. So there's like a little <laughs> game the community plays. They drink every time I make a WoW reference. Okay, <laughs> so they're getting really right. toasted tonight. Let's wow, go. you can change your spec. In retail WoW now, you can change the spec of the items you want to drop. And I think Diablo could adopt something like that. And, and I mean, that might be too much, though. But like you're saying, gamble a different cap class or maybe change a drop down to say, hey, I want to get loot that has decks on it or I want to get loot that has, you know, for my for my demon hunter or my monk yeah. for my barb, I want strength. That could make the game too casual, though, because then you're just going to mm. get all your characters on your main. Yep, and it's well, like you already so, do that. I don't know. I think like anytime you have to log out and then log back in, that breaks up the fluidity of the game. Like it's just not. It prevents good. me from doing it though. Yeah. Like I won't log on my alt and spend blood shards unless I'm super desperate for that alt because I hate to do it. I should like man. You just should should never so have to time. exit the lobby. Like to reset bounties, there should be a way to do that in game. To yeah. to roll other classes yeah. on blood shards, there should be a way to do that. Leaving the game is just it. It's just mm. you don't want players to leave um, the game. You're giving them the opportunity to walk away. When you like log, that's exactly it. Like I've definitely had some groups where I'm like, oh, this group is so sick. And then there'll be that one guy who's like, oh, you know, my wife like wants me to come look at something. And then suddenly this guy realizes, oh, I've been playing for like six hours. Let me go (laughs) take a break. Yeah. And that group just never comes back together again. You know, as soon as like uh, Fluffy said, someone breaks the flow. Yeah. Or even if you have to leave the game, it really uh, it can help you lose like a good streak or whatever. Yeah. So what crazy changes do you have? Do you have anything like kind of like, there's no way this is going to happen, but <laughs> if I was dreaming, you know, like this is what I want. Crazy changes, dude. I, I think it kind of boggles my mind that, um, do you guys remember when we first had to farm greater rift keys from that arena yeah. kind of thing? The yeah. trials. The trials. Mm-hmm. 
So they have, I have to believe that they still have that, like in the background, just turned off. Oh, and yeah. I always thought that they could have turned that into like content, like just have a yeah. wave kind of mode thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it changes the pace of stuff because you're now standing in one spot. It's almost like the thing that you try to create in greater rifts in four player games where you like bring everything to one spot, but this literally just puts you there. And then you just determine like, I don't know, rewards based on whatever wave you get to. Maybe you get a chance to go every five and then uh, step away if you think it's going to get too hard in the next five or something. Scale it up. But just different end games. Um, that's yeah. one. And I think like... I always thought they could take that that pit and put people in there at, at uh, naked and just have the loot that drops be what you equip to continue. Okay. <laughs> And then so like you're trying to piece together the best set that you can, right? So maybe like scale the difficulty super low and then you can kind of choose like I want to go up five levels or two levels or one mm. level and then keep doing that. And as you get more loot, like you have a timer in the middle. Let's say it's like three minutes and you're like trying really quick to like, oh, oh, hey, who got the Tal Rasha set piece? Oh, I did. Here, you can have that. And then you're like you're trying to put these sets together to go higher and higher uh, and then see what you can get. But to put a caveat on that, like if you if you fail you don't get anything from it. But if you like, you either have to choose continue or choose quit to get your reward. Like I thought they could do something like that. That'd be super Mm. sick, but Mm. I don't know. Interesting. That could be super time investment too. Yeah. And that's, and that's what always, I feel like prevents like some really cool ideas from getting off the ground. Cause you're like, ah, they're never going to do this. It takes too much time or something. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be so sick. Cause that, that actually reminds me a lot of, uh, I don't know how much you guys play card games, but like draft mode and magic or even TFT, like you're trying to assemble these comps or these decks or whatever, just from what you're given, you open up a fresh pack or something like, all right, you got to make this work. Yeah. Uh, That has the arena mode like that. Right. Isn't that exactly? Yeah, exactly. So Mm. with it. Um, and then, uh, I guess, you know, I'm going to follow this up with one, one more kind of interview question. Do you play anything besides Diablo? I mean, you kind of answered that a little bit, but like, what are your, what are your big, like, I kind of really gravitate towards this if you have any. So it's before hmm, two years ago, I would have been like, oh, I play D3. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, I started like one of my goals, you know, people sometimes will set those, um, uh, what are they called? New Year's resolutions that you never follow anyways. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I started out 2017. I was like, well, my New Year's resolution is just play some different games. Like I've been playing D3 for so freaking long, man. And everyone talks about how awesome, you know, this game is or No Man's Sky or like whatever. That's probably a bad example. But in any case, like uh, I wanted to make sure I was trying to at least play other ARPGs just to have a frame of reference to like what else is good out there. So picking up Path of Exile, like I'd mentioned, started playing that um, around Betrayal. Um, I've missed a couple of leagues here and there, but I definitely have learned a lot in that game. And it's a good reflection um, to bring back to D3 and be like, wow, yeah. D3 is kind of simple when you look at POE. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. <laughs> recently been playing Teamfight Tactics, which is really fun, although that's getting a little old now too because it, it was brand new and it was really unsolved and now it's kind of solved, mm. but they're trying to shake the meta up a little bit. Um, and then as far as like non-computer games, I actually really like Final Fantasy. That's probably oh, the series I got into the most before finding Diablo. That's and I'm with you on that, man. What, you, what, what was your first one? Was it seven? Please say seven. Uh-oh. Go up one. Eight? Eight? Yeah. The first one. Eight. Wow. Over seven? <laughs> and, see, and see, like eight's one of my favorites. And historically, the communities hate People eight. Don't and, like it. Yeah. And why? I love eight, man. I don't know. It's so good. It was you just know, a follow-up. The first it was, one, so hard, it was a follow-up to seven, babe. right? Like nothing could have done true. great after seven. I, I mean, was I was I was all over eight. I loved it, man. I wanted 
Yeah, that, that game was amazing. So, did you know? Fun fact: the remake comes out in like yes. two, three weeks, yes. something like that. What's with you and remakes? Nope. You know, we're gonna get to the point where, like, you know, you go to the movies and everything's a remake. That's what gaming is shifting towards. We're not gonna play any so, new titles. It's gonna be all Final remakes. Fantasy seven and eight were like my, those are my games, man. So I'm I'm all over that. And uh, speaking of going to the movies, forty seven meters uncaged down, whatever that stupid shark movie is right now. No I idea. let my wife pick the movie oh, this God. weekend. She picked that. On don't, purpose? Please, just don't. Like, just don't don't do it? It was so bad. Oh, it was no. so bad. Wow. Why, right. why would she do that? I don't know. I don't know. She said uh, you up. 2.6.6 is live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yes, talk sir. about it. Talk about so, first, if you guys don't know, you have to like actually farm bounties to get the recipe. Which I didn't realize. I just thought I could log in. It's like I want to cast some crimson, crimsons, and Can't some moggles. From, from can they drop from from puzzle rings? Yeah, if you get an odious collector, they have the chance mm. to drop them. Mm. I wonder but, what would be faster. I mean, you got to have the mats, but non-season, I already have so many mats. It's right. Like, what is faster? Let me craft, dude. But yeah, some of the farm bounties that they're destroying. Um, but yeah, I love bounties. So we'll just kind of. Like, I actually don't mind bounties either, to be honest. Really, I'm I'm totally sorry, being sarcastic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, 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 me too, me too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I hate bounties. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard like that? Them, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I just, it's like um, I know a lot of people don't like them because it's like world quests and like wow, and like all those sort of like tedious things. It feels like you have to do. I just like it as a break from like all I do is greater rifts. All I do is rift. It's at least like mm. not rifts. It's not the most engaging or exciting thing, but know, it's different. There has to be something else in there. No matter what it is, we're not going to like it because it's going to prevent us from doing riffs. So, like, it's okay. I'm okay with it, you mm -hmm. know, but that's I fair. Yeah. I, I, I would never do them solo. I think if you're doing them solo, something, you know, you like <laughs> inflicted pain on yourself. Just like the SVR <laughs> Yeah, the SVR You, you got to have a team, man. I'll pug so it. Fine. Like, I'll go into random, like, I don't know anybody in here. Like, let's just pug some bounties. If know? one guy standing in town and another guy dying. Another guy botting, just running in circles. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. always something yeah. in the public bounties. So. Best. I streamed some dude for 15 minutes doing that one day. I just followed him as he just kept <laughs> running back and forth. Almost Sound. exposed. But yeah, so they red text is obviously as you guys know is like changes or clarification that they've made since the PTR. Um, and so thank God, first and foremost, they came out with uh, the flavor of time. They clarified that the only the wearers of this gain the effect. Yeah, which is intended. Yeah. Um, which is. Great. Uh, execution of this power does not work on followers. That was probably my number one question on YouTube for like those that one week that PTR was up. It's like, oh, ex execution is going to be so good on the Enchantress. I'm like, it doesn't fucking work. I didn't even assume it would work on the follower. Yeah, I like, didn't I, think it would either. I was like, there's no way that's going to work on the follower. Like, I didn't even cross. I wouldn't even have probably tested it. I was like, I don't think it's. Yeah, good. I immediately tested it. Like, there's no way, guys. And then it didn't. I had to try it right. just because. You know, as a solo player, I'm like, holy crap, this could actually yeah. be huge. Since that would have been crazy. Yeah. 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 Your nuts. follower is actually doing something? What? That doesn't happen in this game. <laughs> no. What are your <laughs> thoughts on the new flavor of time, Leviathan? On what? The flavor of time, the pylon effects lasting twice as long. I, I like it. Um, and I've heard like both sides mm. of the argument, um, but I'm going to argue for it just because it's fun. Like one of the most fun things I had testing today was just 
when you pop into a rift, doesn't even matter if it's a good or bad one. Yeah, first pylon speed. I'm like, dude, I have speed for two minutes. Just watch <laughs> me get all the rest of the pylons. Right. And then just try to, you almost turn it into like a speed run of the greater rift. You're yeah. like, all right, I'm going to kill, kill, kill. I right, got power now. Let's go, let's go. And just try to keep it rolling. That's, it creates some fun moments. It definitely, uh, it's a big power spike for sure. Right. Especially like DH, because DH was only like Hellfire forever, right? Like for a lot yep. of those. Yeah. So that's yep. pretty pog. Have you played with uh, or... squirts at all on the DH? Oh, dude. So the biggest disappointment of the day for me was actually squirts. Really? I thought it was going to be good um, in multi-shot because I'm like, well, at least you're at range. So you won't right. get hit by stuff. Dude, you get hit by way more <laughs> things than you think. Yeah. Like, I was noticing everything. I was like, wait, why is that little arrow? Okay. Okay. Squirt's gone. <laughs> oh, look, uh, I'm just vaulting through. Oh, there's an electrified squirt's gone. Damn. I'll have to play it was that brutal. Too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, Stone Gauntlets, uh, they changed the text, which is great. It was super confusing before. And then they go out, and I don't know if you saw this or not, Peach Out, but we kind of like talked about this on the, when we, we had SVR on the podcast, where they, they kind of like in, in, inadvertently like took credit for, oh yeah, well, Im- immunity control <laughs> CC reduction will like make Sorry. this item good. Like, there's no way that they thought that that item was going to do I read that. that, and I instantly thought <laughs> that, I instantly thought you were going to say that they didn't plan that, and then yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, it's intended. There's that no way, way it intended. <laughs> I instantly, like, was like, oh, Fluff's going to say something about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, I, I kind of agree. I think it's one of those things where it just worked that way, and either A, they can't fix it, or B, they're like, yeah, it's okay. Let's yeah, just it's a cool it, idea. You know? Like, oh, it's like a un discovered like oh that's actually kind of cool how that works out and so yeah. it was kind of garbage if that wasn't how it worked how it right worked, yeah so why not keep it because even even uh because people are like oh it's like a thorns item or something but even when you think about the thorns builds invokers needs to attack to apply thorns and even uh you can clarify this for necro too but if you're using necro it's going to slow down your skeletons from stacking bone ringer right yeah Speed. So like it's just not useful at all. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry, guys. It's not a bug. It's a feature. Sure. But yeah, I just found that to be really funny. It's like, uh, it's great. You do it. Intended. Echoing <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fury. This time's power now works on kills and assists and pet kills, which is all those kill items. That's great news. What do you What do you think about the new Echoing Fury, Leviathan? Hmm. I'm trying to find out where it fits. It definitely, yeah. I was trying to make it work in um, Shadow Impale, just because you do like attack speed in that build. But Demon Hunter is one of those ones where it's a bit unfortunate. You have Dawn, and that's it. Like, you need to cube Dawn yeah. for the most part, unless you're using an Obsidian Ring just to keep Vengeance up, because that's such an important skill. Yeah. Um, Tuba, um, who's in chat, he was actually testing it out on the Whirlwind Barbarian, and it yeah. actually looked like it was pretty good there. So you just like, Get crazy attack speed, which mm-hmm. buffs up whirlwind. That's really like the only th- case I could find it was like pretty decent to throw in. Uh, you could do like on Necro, like early season, like if until you get the size, but I couldn't find oh, it. Oh, like really. a starter thing? Right. I couldn't find mm-hmm. any other reason to use it. Which... Oh, you know what, people? Um, one thing I didn't get to try yet because I'm still leveling up my Legacy of Dreams is actually for um, Dagger of Darts. People are saying they might drop Sacred Harvester. Mm-hmm. So you lose a little bit of defense, but. Yeah, that build loves attack speed because yeah. it's all just um, your generator that you use the poison dart. So that could Maybe. be something. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. It could be eating our words in the next season. <laughs> all right. Someone's going to clip it. <laughs> <laughs> they always do. 
Yeah, uh, same with Measure Retriever. Works on kills, pets, assists. This is like, I don't know. I, I know Support Necro already has like 100% of time on Land of Dead, but this could make it so that like literally anyone could run Support Necro and be successful, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about the Reaver? No CDR necessary. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I think you'll probably see is before people um, min-max their builds, right? Like before you have all the rolls of CDR where you need them and stuff for those heavy ones, this is like that item to get you there. So even Archon, um, Vir's Chantotos, like you put on Meshersmiths uh, in your cube and literally like while you're killing in Archon, the actual Archon skill is resetting its cooldown. So by the time you pop out, and you wouldn't even want to pop right back in because you right. have to stack your stack Chantotos it, yeah. outside. Right. But you literally could. Like <laughs> you may not even need like Gogok or like I don't, it's crazy. Wow. So it's one of those things where it'll definitely ease the woes of maybe like I don't know more casual players that don't want to yeah. min max stuff. Speed. But farming builds could probably use that a lot yeah. too. You know they can get the smoking T thirteens to sixteens and just instantly go back in because you don't need the Chantoto stacks. Mm, true. Maybe, you know that's also so. true. And then Mortix Brace, first of all, where were you during the Mortix Brace scandal? Do you remember that? Uh, <laughs> uh, I was playing a demon hunter. So Where were you? Except, you know, what's funny is that was one of the few times. Uh, so I've, I've transitioned from class to class when Reaper of Souls first came out. I was huge into Crusader. That was all I played. And then uh, the Roland set came out. Because if you remember, Crusader didn't have all their sets at yep. once. Mm-hmm. They uh, piecemealed it. And then Rollins came out, and I hated Shield Bash like so much as a playstyle. I was like, "Screw this! I'm going back to Barb," which was what I played the most in vanilla. And uh, the PTR had popped up with Mordix Brace. Uh, I was like, "Dude, this is sick! You get all the runes. What? Yeah. This is nuts!" <laughs> it was so. Famous. And everybody remembers the bait and switch when it yeah. didn't come out. So, oh my gosh, I was laughing my <laughs> butt or ass. I don't know if you At least, I mean, it sounds game. like you guys were smart enough to get the memo that oh, we didn't put yeah. it in. I don't think I knew for like two days. <laughs> oh no, were you I'm like sit- gambling bracers? Yeah, man. And I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking I had the worst luck in the history of the world. And finally, like one of my buddy i did like this crazy long session and finally my buddies got on and i'm like hey man i'm still gambling these fucking brazers and they're like dude they didn't put those in and i'm like you're a liar and like you know i went and checked and i'm i'm solid like, i was mad i was classic p yeah i mean i was grinding so i wasn't on the forums and stuff back i don't even how did you get info back then i don't was it forums the forums I don't and reddit man Wait, it's I, always been. I mean i don't think i was even Fans on reddit that much at that point yeah. But I was grinding hard, man. I was hitting it. I was like, oh, let's do it. Oh. Uh, did you know? Yeah. And then Spite, you probably played more Witch Doctor than both of us. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Spite? <laughs> That's not saying much because I don't think my Witch Doctor is <laughs> over 100 hours you know, yeah. played lifetime yet. Right. Uh, I can't really... I don't know. I think this is more like a quality of life thing for um, like Helltooth Gargantuan or... Zuni Masa pet stuff like anyone that's going to be trying to make the pets work because you always wanted to take forget exactly which rune it is it might be humongoid or something you always want to take a certain rune for gargantuan so I think this opens that up a little bit since it makes a default because um, the cleave is really good if you if you get it and you always want it so I don't know uh, I'm not sure where this gets used but yeah seems good I guess it's nice and it's easy to get because you just craft it from Hadrick. Mm-hmm. and then the legacy of dreams do you think this was a good idea? I thought that this was a really clever way to bottle up a seasonal theme. 
and just like it's basically when I saw this, I was like, oh, they're doing the POE thing. We're taking this league and making it right. more, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you think Which, this, hey, borrow ideas? Do you think this sets precedence going forward that we should expect seasonal themes are all over? Mm, it might. Mm. It definitely could, because I could definitely see them being like, hey, but you did this one gem like I like this triune thing i want a gem that gives me three circles i can choose right, from yeah. or whatever gem a triune right. i could see them changing right. oculus to do that for sure Ooh, that should be kind of cool yeah it would be a buffed up oculus since you get already the better right. power mm-hmm. my follower needs upgrades i mean i'm down you know or just delete yeah, that's true yeah. <laughs> we just birth an idea right there right but yeah that's pretty much it's pretty much all they, Ooh, they what fixed. if they made a follower item like instead of the infinite health they could get the triune thing. Ooh, you'd have like to the, make choices. The relic? They, yeah. Then you'd have to make choices. Do I want him to always be alive or do I want these random circles sometimes? They'd have to fix that bug where like he dies and he like procs two or whatever. Because that could be pretty good. Or maybe that's a feature. Right? Yeah. It's, that's intended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, toxicity is rubbing off. The oh, no. Okay. <laughs> What's happening? <Careful>. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, but yeah. So the biggest fear i had going into the season was the captain crimson uh snapshotting so thank god that's mm. fixed because mm-hmm. that would have been awful yeah and then scorch necklace i haven't got to try it yet after the 50 percent cap increase because on pt i was like oh this time's great but you're only taking five percent increased damage so i could kill necro so who knows what do you think about these two uh, uh, so it works but, yeah because <laughs> uh i play hardcore right and like the only time I ever proc today was when I was using squirts. And I, was, I think that's also part of why I mm. don't like it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I guess it actually gives you the real damage, um, reduction yeah. reduction. Um, it's good. You know what though? It, rem- it reminds me a lot of, um, like D2 style type items or even like POE where you have the trade off, right? Like you're going to get good power, but you have to pay for it in a way. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, like how, um, you know, some legendaries are uniques, might give you crazy I don't know, attack speed or whatever but it, and as a result you get like less resistances or like less of what you might normally get on a rare piece or something right like it's kind of like in that direction which is cool yeah uh so moving on to a next subject ssf league so this is something that you've done i think like a couple times to- a few times really right mm-hmm. uh this is something i'm gonna be trying for the first time there's actually in a Kind of a quasi-official SSF league out there, and Love Hyathen's been doing it for a few seasons. I'm gonna first time do it. I'm just gonna link this in chat real quick. But what? Do you know who created this? I don't. And this is this guy? Oh, you did it? <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I love Solo so much, man. <laughs> Damn, son. So you can you so, can't really tell us anything about it then. Oh shit. No, yeah, I have no idea what this is all about at all. So, Jeez, for what? those who don't know what SSF is, yeah. tell them yes. what it means. Some people Sol- are like, I don't even know what that means. Solo cell phone. That actually is a really common question, which is surprising because I always thought it was a common thing. Uh, mm. When I first saw it, like, mainly being pushed around in um, PoE, I was like, oh, it's just like an ARPG thing where you play solo and you're just trying to only, you know, help a character on its own. Like, there's no assistance from other players, no trading, stuff like that. And obviously, in D3... The biggest thing that I always saw when I was trying to really push this forward, they're like, oh, but it's already solo cell phones. You can't <laughs> trade. Like, oh, everything's account bound, you idiot. And the the idea is that, yes, that's true, but you get such a crazy advantage from groups, yeah. like more than any 
purely solo player would ever be able to, um, you know, try to compete with. And the idea was if you have players like that who just truly enjoy logging in, doing their own thing, whether it's hella efficient or they're like spending 50 minutes in town while they like find the next Jessica Jones episode or something, uh, they need someone else to compare themselves to at times or just find that community. And since it was lacking, I was like, dude, let's just create it. It was an idea that um, myself, actually SVR and Bagstone, um, who does some stuff with defense um, for maybe a year, we're just batting around. We're like, we could create this, maybe have this like discord for it. And, you know, we we'll have trackers and spreadsheets and whatnot. It's crazy. Try to make it as official as we can unofficially do it. Right. And we never like fully pushed the go button. So I think it was the very first season, season 13. I was like, dude, so let's just make it. I'm going to like, I don't know how to program. I don't make websites. I'm just going to go to Google Docs. I'm going to type some stuff out. I'm going to codify the rules. Hopefully people follow. You know, it's going to be a lot of trust. Um, right. You know, abiding system. by trust. Because why would you do this and come cheat if you literally get nothing from it? There's no prize, no nothing. So I just wanted to put it out there. And the interest was like, crazy initially like there were so many people like i would love the fact that i can play solo and have it like be more meaningful i'm gonna you know, join the discord talk to people like people are chatting it up um and sadly for me i was working full-time at that time so i couldn't like keep up with the demand and i felt i wasn't like helping the league grow the way i wanted it to mm -hmm. so i actually took a step back from it and i handed it off to garfum who now runs it and in a way it worked out because he made different changes to it. Like instead of running it all season long, where a lot of people burn out on just playing solo all the time, he made it just the first month. And that was great. Cause you could also then change from being solo for that first month and then go play groups with your friends after that. Oh yeah, dude. It's pretty cool. I agree. I like that change. I think that would, I don't, I could, there's no way I could do an entire season solo. Cause I love the group, <laughs> but the, the one month would be, you know, and it's for me, it's like the total opposite, at least, in the, my lifetime of Diablo, it's like I, I just I, I hate the idea of like I have to do those rat runs, you know, like I have to do those <laughs> runs in a group. Like I have to find a group. I got to get going I, to get the maximum amount of parrot I can possibly do. And so just like eliminating that is like super appealing. So I've basically been doing I'm it anyways. So I want to check in with you like after you've done it, um, maybe for like a couple weeks, because I feel like it actually changes your mindset a lot. And maybe you already feel this way because you said you've kind of been doing it. But just knowing that you don't have to subscribe, like there is an SSF meta in a way, because like one class will be the best at, you know, right. speed farming. So like wizard or something, probably. Um, but just knowing that you don't have to log in and feel really bad if you're not on a necro, if you're not in these speed groups. Yeah, it's so freeing. Because yeah. now you're just like, yeah, I run my own town. Like, I get to do whatever the heck I want. Yeah. I'd love and to the, see a lot. The, Go ahead. Oh, you, you break it down at the end by class two. So, yeah. I mean, I know these guys can play, like, let's say Crusade, like Condemn, the season that Condemn was super OP. Everybody was running Condemn to push these rifts or playing Crusaders or whatever. If you didn't want to play Crusader, they had a Witch Doctor board. Like, your SSF league had Witch Doctor placement. So, I mean, I know it would influence your Paragon and stuff. But yeah, I'd love to see it locked sure. down further. Like, so you can only play, like, if you're going to push Necro, you can only play the Necro. You can't hop on an Archon Wiz and grind Paragon. So we thought about that. Um, it would be tough because, I mean, I guess in a way, maybe not. Because if you were to post, like, a solo Wizard clear, you'd be like, okay, now you're eliminated because, you know, you, you did a Wizard. Right. But then you also have a Witch Doctor that you're trying to submit. Right. 
we actually thought about like mono SSF leagues where you would just be able, like everyone funneled into one class right. to really push the competition. But I think what we ultimately decided was it would probably be more people opting out. And since it's already such a like niche, like mm. very few amount of people opting in, you're going to limit that even more. And then it might not feel as alive. You know? Sure. I get that. But, but it is a, like, I think one of the few things you can actually track, you know, it's <laughs> like hours played on right. classes. So well, I mean, there's your outlandish, your outlandish request right there. Oh. Why? Yeah. Why yeah SSF in official yeah. SSF yeah. in D3. There you go. Man. I forget. Really outlandish. It's just yeah. Of... I mean, I think that has potential to, you know, to make it like, how cool would it be to have that character that's bound SSF and then you could still play group season if you wanted it's just like another subset and then boom I, what are you doing tonight oh, i'm gonna ssf character what are you doing tomorrow i'm grouping tonight boys you know let's go hang out yeah such a it'd be such a good thing so do you think just to turn toxic for a second do you think that bots would be more rampant if they had those two leagues like separated do you think they'd be more rampant in the ssf or the group league that was one of the initial criticisms as well that botters would still gain a really good advantage because you know they could bot their solo bounties and then that's something that a lot of ssf like one of the cool things about ssf is it actually de-emphasizes bounties a lot because mm -hmm. it's such a time killer like it really is inefficient to do it so you more work on just doing a bunch of grs as much as possible and kind of live off the drops you get right but yeah if someone's if someone's botting their like bounties or even botting like overnight like gr keys or whatever i think those advantages are a bit more distinct in solo because it's harder think about it this way right like if you were to go on vacation for a week in ssf like you probably don't catch up right, right. especially if it's four mm -hmm. weeks um so it does give a bit of a botter's advantage but the upside is that you know i'm actually really proud of this because we put an admin team together to check a lot of different things that to the best of our ability we can check um to make sure players are, like abiding by the rules and we actually did catch a few botters and you know you're right. either like you're saying you can't play 23 hours a day for a month straight? <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. Are you sure about that? I mean, you know, like maybe we were wrong. Maybe these, they're just these superhuman players, man. And I've we legitimately just had people handle. tell me that they, they were legit players and they were at like 20 we'll plus know. hours. We'll never know. For over a month. I'm like, dude, you can't live on four hours with They can have a child and, and that doesn't violate TOS. Like, do you, do you, you do have to use the bathroom and eat, right? Right? Like, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, little brother Chris, you know? Yeah, but yeah. that is that is a cool thing though. You can go check those top, you know, your check your ladder real quick. It's it's pretty, you know, how many hours this guy got? You know, that's cool. Just try to stay on top of it, yeah. What you, I'm assuming that's what you did, which is hour check. Yeah. You know, most of it's gonna mainly be like whatever public information you can glean from looking at someone's profile. Take yeah. the hours, you know, um elapsed in the season, and then like is this realistic? And there were gonna be people that, you know, fear oh, on you're yeah. streaming, yeah, exactly, like 12 hours, 16 hours a day. Like, it could be borderline or whatever, and maybe they're even, like, trying to make it that way to, like, just right. skirt the edge. Right. Um, in those cases, you're just like, all right, fine. Like, you know, we're not going to – we're going to be more lenient than um, restrictive. Yeah. But the, the clear cases, I mean, you can definitely call people on that, and if they don't have an answer for you, like, there's no reason to put that mark on the board. Mm -hmm. Right. What do you right. think about a leaderboard filter for Diablo? A we'll say it again. A leaderboard what? A leaderboard filter. Oh, um, who was I just talking to? Oh, Bagstone again. 
um, keep bringing him up, but he's like the, the ideas guy. Um, he was talking about, and this has been, I think it's in general has been a popular idea going back a few years now. The best thing that I think they could do, maybe this is the outlandish. We just keep coming with new, like outlandish requests, <laughs> maybe, but maybe this one will work. It would take so much restructuring of how the, I'm sure the leaderboards work internally or whatever. But imagine a, a world where the meta just doesn't matter, right? Like mm-hmm. if you really love Uliana Monk, you can be the best Uliana Monk on the exactly. Uliana Monk leaderboard. And that's mm-hmm. all you have to work towards. You don't have to play Wave of Light if you don't want to for the 18th season in a row. You don't have to, uh, I don't know, like, or even better, like it just gives you multiple things to compete on. So you can try to like, I think about, I don't know how much wrestling you guys watch or anything, but like, unifying all the belts or whatever right like you can mm. be like i'm the top con- or i'm the top crusader because i've got a con rank one i've got Roland rank one <laughs> yeah oh someone just beat me on secret of the light i got to get back in there so it could be yeah. so cool yeah yeah and it's like you're a runner so you like you know how say you run a race or something like that and at the end you get like statistics where it's like okay for your age group like this is how you performed and yep. it'd be kind of like that as well because you can be like okay hours played I'm kind of like top 10 for my class and that makes me feel pretty good. It doesn't really mean anything, but it still like gives that player like some Puts it in better perspective. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So even um, like, it's kind of so funny if you play multiple blizzard games, looking at how they treat the different IPs, but like in Hearthstone, after you play for a month, you get a summary email that says like, Hey, you know, you played 30 something games this season or this uh, month. Um, you were in the top, one percentile based on the rank that you got to um you got beat by like this deck the most or something like it actually gives you a bit of reflection on like oh so this is how my my actual month in the in the ladder went and it could you know either propel you to keep playing and like try to improve that email the next time you get it or just give you some satisfaction like yeah this is the one where i really killed it Mm-hmm. I think I think the ten year old plus engine that we're running on is showing its face too. Mm. It's like how much stats, how many stats can they pull from from the game? You know, I mean, you got to think it dropped in in twelve, so it was they probably started is it, you know five years before that. I mean, it could be even two thousand you know two thousand nine, two thousand eight. Who knows how old this engine is? You yeah, know? right. Working off old tech. To me, like I, the I leaderboard hope- filter in particular, it's like all the data is already there. It's on the website, to, though, you know, like, so you go to profile, you know, the profile is not attached to the, it's pulling from their database. So it's like, it's already yeah. there. Just yeah. add some more columns, add some drop downs and stuff. And there have even been like, you know, all these um, random tracker sites pop up yeah. and again, like Diablo progress and stuff like there's, yeah. they try to utilize the API. Um, and maybe to a little bit of P child's point, like sometimes it pulls like wonky results or it doesn't capture everybody. So maybe it's, it doesn't quite play as well as we'd like it to. Yeah. But I remember, oh man, I think it was like Diablo three ladders.com or something. Yeah. <laughs> tried to do the filters by sets and stuff. Uh-huh. And it was, you know, to varying degrees of success. But right. oh, yeah, man, I, I remember so using Diablo ladders to try to check my Paragon ranking early in the couple seasons. And like I wouldn't even be on the board, but I was ahead of like people that they had sure. on the list and stuff. Totally. And I'm like, well, it's not even pulling me. Like, you know, yeah. what, what am I doing? So and that's, a, that's I think that's a big that avenue. Turned me off from using them. The Diablo misses out on is like they don't really have that site anymore. Like PUE, you can still go to like PUE Ninja, and you'd be like, I have the highest DPS for this build. Like, I don't, Diablo doesn't really have that. Like, to a, a great ability, it should be like. Mm-hmm. You can like put on gear and stack your damage, and there's like legacy items that you could still use to like make that crazy. But 
like they need a way of like, okay, you, you cleared a GR100. Has your DPS rank amongst all the people that cleared a GR100? Like that would be sick. That'd be cool. Yeah. I just so want to ask I, you guys too. I've uh, turned the question on you real quick. <laughs> Do you guys think that because of the, because I don't know if you remember, like there was this time where like the botting was so rampant that there were like petitions and websites and like people were really trying to get Blizzard to do something about it. So do you think mm -hmm. that this war on like the third party stuff, like Turbohead, botting, etc., maybe prevented some of this too? Because when I think about Poe as a you know direct um, kind of thing to look at and compare by. You have so many cool things like the PoE trade macro or PoE racing to track um, players when they're racing, um, you know, from like the Act 5 Catawba kills or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there's all these different resources that the community itself has built. And it seems like they're encouraged more than they're discouraged. But in, sure. you know, D3 land, a lot of things are just like, don't do that. Right. Do you think that that hurt that? Mm. I don't... <laughs> I don't know if it hurt it. Uh, when it. Why are we talking about botting or are we talking about like some of the other stuff? No, no, no. Just okay. like the idea of um, making maybe like a more robust database or like trying to utilize yeah. and, and maybe it, yeah. it was more the limitation of the API or something, but just the idea of like building up these things around D3 to make it that you could get something like a, a DPS score or a gear score or something. Yeah. I wonder how much su how supportive Blizzard was to those guys. You know, those guys that have the skill sets to, to build those things. Did they reach out and say, hey, man, it would be awesome if we could do this. Can you API give me this data? Can you open it up to get me this data? I can like, see Blizz know, just being like, this is the API. This is the data you get. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of yeah. wonder if they weren't super receptive either, because like to me, it always feels like Blizzard has this sense of like, I'm the best. Like I'm a celebrity. Like I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. <laughs> and then you got like Path of Exile comes in and it's like, you know, it's like Jonah Hill. And it's like, it's happy that you like want to kick it. Like, Jonah, <laughs> can I get your picture? And Jonah's like, fuck yeah, you can get my picture. What's up? You know, yep. that's kind of how I feel. And Blizzard's like Leo. It's like, dude, no, not right now, man. Not right now. You know, that's, yeah. but that's from me on the outside kind of looking in. They're sure. just always like top tier A list. You know, we don't, we don't need these sites sure. for Blizzard. It always kind of seems like Blizzard's like, well, we kind of know better than you guys, like mm -hmm. all the time. So, and that's been that's been an ongoing war because it feels like it um, it'll crescendo and then it'll kind of like pull back. Where if you think back to the original D three days, so many decisions were made sort of like in a vacuum of just them developing, being like, we know what's good for players, yeah. and it really wasn't until they started to take a lot more community feedback. So players actually got to, you know, log in and play and realize your legendary items aren't legendary. Like these suck. You have to like make them actually be cool if they're not going to drop at all. And then suddenly they started to make all those changes. Paragon came in, which I mean, <laughs> that one ramped up quickly to be problematic. But yeah. just these other things that, you know, the community helped to influence at least um, when they started listening to us. Yeah, I don't think Diablo went the direction they intended at all. I think yeah. the game was supposed to be supported by the real money auction house. And then once it became like that was that was their microtransaction scheme for like years. And I think it had such a negative impact on the game and the population and the community that they had to scrap it. And then they had no funding. And it was just like, OK, well, our funding for this game is now gone. So, you know, skeleton crew, you guys do what you want to do. We're sure. canceling the second expansion and blah, blah, blah. Definitely so. change the, the future, the shape of it. Yeah, I yeah, agree with that. Sure. I feel like they... Pull back to like the coe a lot too like the coe is like a community driven item mm -hmm. and now like everyone complains about it and they're like they're kind of like oh see 
Like, that's what you get when you make your own item. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was cool at the time. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I would, I would love to see it. Because, like, that barb, you know, that barb thing that we talked about, like, a few weeks ago where the, the people made this, like, crazy in-depth, like, hey, this is exactly oh, yeah. what you need to change. Like, that's just free. It's free development where just take a dev and, you know, have him do it. Like, that's crazy. But they would never do that. Uh, anyways. So, yeah, I got a question okay. for you. Leviathan. So, Fluff and I have talked about this a little bit. What are we doing? Where do you, what do you think is going to happen at BlizzCon? Mm. Like what? I want predictions, man. I'm putting you on the spot. I got to know. I'm well, first of all, are you going to be there? I was going to say more clip fodder. <laughs> <laughs> are you going, BlizzCon? Uh, 97%. 97 okay that's so i'm leaving that three percent because like i'm not a hundred percent sure of uh like funds and stuff you know mm-hmm. the, the yeah, size, like number it's crunch so expensive yeah so, yeah especially coming from like coast to coast like you know yeah, plane already sure. is tough and then the hotels depending on how long you want to stay yeah mm-hmm. um but i really really want to go because i do feel like and this will answer your question i feel like there's got to be diablo's year like you were just talking about earlier with the whole like <laughs> diablo mortal do they mention it do they not mm-hmm. i i think I think they are going to, and when I go down, you know, that line of thinking, then I, I feel like you cannot ever talk about Diablo Mortal again unless it's paired up with something major for the yeah. franchise. And and I think like DA Immortal has to be done or like near completion or ready to be released, so it has to get talked about this year. And then that means that like if it is just a trailer or just a splash screen of like a D four logo or something, like it, like we have to get better confirmation mm-hmm. besides like just having this inkling of an idea that it's coming. Right. I mean, I'm we tr- even got to play it a year ago and we got nothing. Mm, since crazy, yeah. It's, it blows my mind that they haven't even talked. I mean, the backlash was so bad. I guess it shouldn't, but right. I mean, the, the product we played was felt pretty close to completion already. You know? Right. It was, it was smooth. It had gameplay in there. Like uh, they just, you know, add more zones of that stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, put whatever else they're going to put on top of it in terms of systems. But like, yeah, the, the core of that experience was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's so weird. Like not even, uh, ad campaign marketing, but it does, like you said, it makes me wonder, um, if they just don't even want to broach it, like if they feel like they can't get the community sentiment back, then it's like, why even open yourself up to more of that, you know, derision right. and vitriol and stuff instead, just be real quiet about it. And then when it's out, it's out. Um, but yeah, I, I still think it has to be D4 and it has to, I hate, and I hate like, uh, I hate like saying it has to, cause then right. I'm like getting it, my <laughs> anticipation up and right. I'm starting to like get expectations. But sure. if not now, when yeah. I thought that last year, like, did you think D4 last year? I did. I, dude, <laughs> Everybody I mean, did. Everybody I was so did. sold last year. Like I was like betting the house. I'm like, oh, we're getting D4. We're getting D4. Yeah. I'm stoked. So, Whoops. um, I, I agree. If we don't get it this year, it's like. Do you think Diablo? Do you think Diablo is enough so that say they came out and said, "Hey, D4," and there's maybe a, even like a CG scene, right? Classic Diablo. Mm-hmm. After right after that, Diablo Mortal is announced. Like, like more stuff about Diablo Mortal comes out. Do you think that that would be enough to stop a uh, boo? No. I think you actually reverse the order. I don't think you end with Immortal because then that's like the last You can't like, taste Immortal. Oh my, if they start with Immortal, they just... <laughs> I don't know. You can't. You no, can't you even can't talk about it. No. Like, I don't... You can't though. What are you going to do? Start with, start with D3 sets. 
That's what's gonna maybe sandwich it. Go to Immortal <laughs> real quick, <laughs> really quick. But I, I wouldn't. I I mean I wouldn't. I would. I don't know. I just I don't. You have a side panel on the second day that talks yeah. about it. I was gonna say maybe it doesn't make the main stage right because that's what everyone's watching because that's free yeah. as well. Okay, everyone can like, tune into new scenario. See. Okay, so Diablo 3, they're like, hey, here's what we're doing with Diablo 3. And they come out and they say, here are the new sets. Pog, Druid, Pog, and then, and guess what? Fade to Black, Diablo 4. And they actually have a CGI scene. And then nonchalantly, they're like, and Diablo Mortal just went live. Do you think that <laughs> would cause a boo? Or do you think that would be okay? I think I think uh, that actually might work because everyone should be still so like hyped and like you know trying to make the best tweet or whatever. <laughs> They're too preoccupied to like wait. What was the last thing? Oh, whatever. It's, we still just got it. Like, where do I find the CGI again? <laughs> Why it's walking off stage? He's turned around, but his mic's still on. He's like, oh, "Yellow Mortis left." <laughs> He's like, "Yellow Mortis left." He's like, "Right into his shirt." He just like throws his phone over his shoulder. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, That's man. how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, we're not getting to Druid, man. I don't think so either. They're, I don't think new classes are coming. What do you sucks remember too, when, when there those Leviathan used tweets. to make? Go ahead. Yeah, wasn't that you, Leviathan? Yeah, Leviathan like used to make like videos of like, yo, this is we saw Druid this little conspiracy. piece of lore. <laughs> I thought, man, I I I was ready to hype it up and hop on the train. The, the Druids come, and mm-hmm. it seemed like there was evidence. There I have to believe that. Yeah, I, I think it was maybe a thing in the same way that um you guys were saying that you know once the RMAH kind of gutted their monetization model, it, like. I don't know if it just didn't get far enough that they can't give it to us the way it is, but I, I have to think like there's maybe some files somewhere like Druid X2 or something, yeah. expansion two that it was going to come. Because mm-hmm. think about it this way, right? If you're going to make seven new sets, uh, that to me spells that there's no other like major thing coming because those could be sets that would go towards a new class. Right. Mm. I agree. I'm with you. Hmm. But, but, if the sets are actually like real sets, they're going to do something. They're new things we've never seen in the game. That means you have somebody on staff skilled enough to code new things into the game, not just add a zero here and a, and take, you know, a damage modifier there. But this guy can actually code new things in the game. That guy could maybe finish Druid. That could be that the guy. Team. I'm going to, again, I'm turning a little toxic for a second. We act like sets are these crazy innovative things and they're just not they're two piece do something weird four piece mitigation six piece damage modifier like that's not that crazy so <laughs> are we blown away by this guy that can add one more set I just, I don't know. <laughs> no but like i mean i think leviathan's probably close they probably started working on druid at some point they probably already have a character model for sure somewhere for sure. somebody's got one or at least concepts i would hope and it's like Put it in a game, man. Just turn it on. Yeah. Uh, I guess it just depends how far they are. They got along. Being mm-hmm. able to bring it, yeah. Because mm-hmm. art is expensive. Animation's expensive. I don't know. Well, you heard Be it, nice. Blizzard. That's all you need to do. If you don't want to get a boot at BlizzCon, just give us Druid. <laughs> New sense. <laughs> Diablo 4. <laughs> and now it's immortal That's as it. you're walking. We're simple stage. people. Just give us like everything we've <laughs> ever wanted, and we're fine. It's good. <laughs> oh man. Easy clap. Oh man. Um is that the D three news? Do we got more? Um, oh. I wanted to ask one more question. So 
assuming that Diablo 3 keeps this like current cadence where we get season 18 level content, how many more seasons do you think it could survive? Hmm. Kind of, it depends on this guy, right? If we're talking about this metaphorical guy, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> the, do guy. This stuff. <laughs> the guy, um, how innovative can the guy be? Right. Because if you let's boil, like say you're the most pessimistic person, right. And you boil down the currently coming seasonal theme is basically Oculus, you know, amplified, right. Sure. And to some degree, you could look at that and say, oh, man, that's not really that cool. Like, you know, I want something super duper unique. Um, the other perspective to that is this is maybe the first step in the direction of now not just copy pasting a legendary power like, hey, here's your free COE next season. Here's your free endless walk, which I think a lot of people thought season 18 would just be here's endless walk. Sure. Yeah. Because um, it, it kind of made sense as a counterpoint to free lawn. But if this is the road that they're going to take and now they're hopefully getting good reception on this and it works out all right. Maybe it's the beginning of them doing a bit more innovation in terms of the seasonal themes, but I hadn't really thought about it. Maybe until you just asked the question, there could be a time where they stop making new ones and recycle the same way that we're getting the recycle mm -hmm. of the um, seasonal cosmetics. Mm -hmm. I think the idea for D three's future, especially once D four is out, is for them to not have to touch it at all, right? To yeah. automate it completely so that, mm -hmm. you know, season 69 rolls out and it's, you know, whatever was happening in season 33 and the conquest from season 15, you know, the Hadrigs from season 11, it just all like is just mathed out for them eternally. So, you know, they don't really have to touch it. True. I would expect 100% when D4 launches that D3 is shelved completely. It's going to get like a maintenance patch. Boom. I, well, like I, I servers still existing though, right? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. uh, servers are still up, but it's like a hundred percent maintenance mode. Patch bug. They'll do like one final balance patch, maybe, and then it's like boom, it's shelved, and it's just maintenance at that point. That's what I expect. Am I wrong? I mean, if you think about other big games that have done this, like when Destiny One went to Destiny Two, they shelved it. Division, they shelved it. Like every other major game I've played that's gone through these one, two, three, four sequences they just kind of shelf the original game you know here's your final patch Boom. i think we even have um like a closer to home example if you look at what's happening with d2 you have sort of i guess you could call those like maintenance patches where you know every now and again they try and fight the bots a little bit it doesn't yeah work. um they maybe spruce it up a little to bring it more into modern computer systems or like make it at least easier for people to finagle it to play um, but yeah, there hasn't been, I don't think as far as I can tell new items or new features or anything, you know, rising to content, um, to D2 in years. So you could definitely see it going that road just from pure past example, close to home. Do you think um, that's a product of monetization? Oh, hmm. Because there was no way to support further D2 and same now for D3. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We I, are I moving. Probably Sorry, is, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say we're moving towards um, more of these games as services, if you will, like these mm -hmm. sort of like, I want to play this for my life. You know, when I log in, I want you to be continuing to give me new surprises, new, like think of like, wow, and the crazy long run it's been on yeah. um, just unseated at the top MMO. And they have to continue to keep coming up with another raid, another expansion uh, on and on. 
and but that's fed off of what subscription models right and people yeah. buying like all these crazy pets and uh, all the different ways they monetize it so if a d4 has something robust like that then i could see it even when or actually let me ask you this though because at some point people thought like wow two would come out or something like yeah. that <laughs> if you can imagine a world where that's the case do you actually think like people would keep their original wow subscriptions and they would keep updating wow or it would kind of be the same shelving of it depends if the sequel's good if the sequel's mm-hmm. like if d4 comes out and it's just amazing why would we play d3 you know true. if we want to play new content in d3 that means d4 is flopped that's you know, a strange like, comparison, though, because we're talking about like World of Warcraft. It's gotten like expansion after expansion. The layers of content that are there versus Diablo three is like insane. So it's like WoW it's has hard that subscription compare. model, though. You're yeah. you're paying fifteen bucks a month to play it. But I think I, if they had WoW two, I think people would still play WoW. Uh, may, if WoW two was good, I don't know. Like I'm sure a couple, sure. If you like EverQuest two, EverQuest one, people still play EverQuest one. Was too really like good. Old RuneScape. Old RuneScape. Or if uh, can you? Because I'm so I'm like full disclosure. I barely have played WoW. Like maybe forty hours. My man. Um, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Would you? It's not exactly a like a sequel right, or a prequel, but and can you look at classic WoW? Is almost sort of the same scenario where there are a lot of people hyped to go back to the beginning of like when wow first started right to recapture that nostalgia is it kind of the same i think a lot of people feel like the development of wow made bad choices the developers made bad choices Hmm. and they feel like wow was the core philosophies and design of wow was so good that people like that Hmm. i think it's a lot of nostalgia that People are going to, they remember it because it was like this new thing, man. Like, you know, all my buddies played it and it's this new thing and they're going to go back to it. and It's going to be the same that it was, but it's not though. The world's not the same as it was in 2004. <laughs> like we have Twitch and we have YouTube and we have all these things that didn't really exist back then. People are so much smarter and communications better and they're going to figure out how to play better. And I don't know, it's going to be weird, man. And we're all old now too. Like when wow <laughs> came out. <laughs> I was in I was in college. I was in high school. You know what I mean? Like I played Same. I was in college actually. So I I, pl- I got to play 40 hours a week. Like literally played 40 plus hours a week every week for the entire vanilla. Like every week. Damn. And like now, dude, there's no way. You know? So Did you have I could grind MC6 days. When WoW came out originally? No, I didn't. So That's crazy. So I mean, I was, I was I mean, like you're the I was single. I was a single yeah. bachelor living in my own place like I met I met my I met my wife when when BC dropped, which is the first expansion, and I hid WoW from her from the first three months we dated. Oh no way! <laughs> I was a closet WoW player for three months. Like my my raid team, like we raided uh, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, like all freaking night. We started at six p.m. and I raided till midnight. It was like six hour raid days, three days a week. I always had excuses. Like I told her I had to work really late on those nights, so she like wouldn't want to hang out and do stuff. I mean, it was like this whole thing. <laughs> So then she came over one Saturday and I'm like, oh, you know, she's chilling. She stayed the night, whatever. And I'm like, um, I'm going to play this game. You ever heard of World of Warcraft? And she's like, oh, maybe, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play for a little bit. And like three or four hours later, she's like, what are you doing? And uh, so then I just broke it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm addicted. You know, this is this was the beginning. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it caused problems a lot when we first started dating a lot. <laughs> mm. Hmm. 
I mean, you thing. never you never hid your EverQuest fluff from your lady friends. You know, I've always been like a super open guy. Like, if the person I'm with is just not cool with gaming, then like that's fine. But we just don't need to like really be together. You know what I mean? In 2004, yeah, WoW was pretty nerdy. I mean, it probably still is today. Yeah. But when you're when you meet a you know you meet somebody, you're you know, like, hey, I play WoW. Sure. What's up? How are you doing? You know, you're like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's that stigma. Like everybody thinks, like, oh, you sit in a basement and like, yeah. you know, you could say you play Call of Duty. Like that was okay. That's a cool <laughs> game, but not yeah, that's WoW. Like, that's wow manly. Was, wow is like, oh, so you're a larper? You know, like that's <laughs> like the next question that comes. Like it's instantly like you know. So WoW's on the world. same field as like Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing. Basically, I think it's yeah. close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because hmm. yeah. they're like, oh, that's the thing with like orcs and magic and stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, in that South Park episode came out, it didn't help anything. Oh, that, uh, yeah. That episode was fantastic. It was so good. Yeah. So funny. So good. Um, but classic PUE coming out with a big, fat, juicy patch today. I don't know if some of you guys saw this, but PUE is coming out with Blight in two weeks. Uh, Big blight. It looks Big good, blight. man. It looks real. It looks real good. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. So basically, uh, the new system, new endgame system, is you like. There's this basically. It's an like an abyss. So you like touch it, and then it starts to like spread, and then you basically build up these towers because these monsters that are gonna spawn from are gonna be like stronger than normal monsters, which is actually great because like you hit the point in PE where you just like absolutely one shot everything. So the idea of like making monsters like way tougher, I think, is actually really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then so you built these towers, tower defense kind of thing. A lot of people are memeing about it already, um, but it seems all right. Uh, but the coolest thing is they've kind of added like this cube, if you will, so you can get like a passive from anywhere in the tree from like these new items that drop, which is really interesting. What? Yeah. So you can get like a keystone from like across the passive tree. Just by like you know RNG luck, which is that's pretty, crazy. Yeah. Like mind over matter and stuff like that, like yeah. CI. Mm-hmm. That's wow. Oh, yeah, wow. It's <laughs> insane. It's powerful. Yeah. Um, and then they're actually coming out with set, like a set. It's which is really weird. So they get this like, oh no, antiquitable <laughs> uniques, and you get all of them, and you can get they all come with like uh, so that necklace. You can unlock a passive on this set. You can do that on every piece that you can get. So you'd have like essentially five passes that you could allocate without ever being attached to them, which is pretty insane. Mm. Uh, also, you're getting the ability to manage your master missions. So instead of losing them like every day, they just like stockpile. And so if you're like, I can't play for 10 days, like you come back and you got like 10 delve dailies like waiting for you, which what? is pretty insane. <laughs> yeah. And there, it, it sounds like they're making it like, like, you know, some of the biggest problems, like you know, if you want to delve, deep like you have to farm delve in a group and get the mats that you need etc etc and it sounds right. like they're making it a lot more accessible which is i think fantastic um class reworks to make the necromancer better uh and this is really weird because like i would get people that come my stream and like hey what's the one thing you would really want from the next patch in pue and it was 100 percent. i want more melee skills that would do uh Toxic, like chaos damage, and they're adding like four. So, (laughs) like Jesus, somebody was listening. I know they watched my stream. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's face of poe, dude. (laughs) 
it's insane the amount of you know i, I don't want to take anything away from t- upcoming diablo season because i am super hyped for that but i mean poe ggg constantly just shows us like what a game studio is capable of it's just pretty insane yeah and this is i always like you know i try to be a, a pretty positive and like hopeful dude yeah and i think when i look at what's happening with poe and ggg i'm like this is actually insane but hopefully this is what the future could be yeah. for like 100%. before with actual monetization right because right? i think that's yeah. how gg can do this is that the supporter packs keep them in business mm-hmm. people love to give money to them because they get really good content out of it like this so yeah yeah that reinforcement loop yeah, I think it's all monetization thing, and and I 100% think that D4 is going the direction that every game seems to be going now. There, it's going to be pay to cosmetic. I, I really feel like D4 will have super strong item shop, you know, level stuff. We gotta do it. ARPGs just fit that mold so well. It's like here, we'll give you all this power, and we'll sell you the skins, and it's you know. Poe showing it works. And right. I don't. I don't know, man. I just don't think that that D four can live on that retail box sixty dollar price tag. And like, okay, here you go, sixty bucks. It's your game forever until we drop an expansion. I think that's not the future. So, so you've you know. played some Poe Leviathan. What are some of the elements from Path of Exile that you'd love to see in Diablo four? Um, I think the biggest thing that POE gets right is that player choice matters a lot. That was one of the first things that kind of like both intimidated me and impressed me when I first played was that I almost felt scared to make decisions because I'm like, oh my God, like if I pick the wrong passive on this tree or if I go the wrong way, like I just screwed up my whole character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it wasn't so. as um like terrifying as I originally thought it would be because and obviously carrying forward, like I played nothing but solo on POE and you end up with like enough orbs of regret to undo mistakes. There's like, um, Peach, I was saying before, like now we live in the world of the internet, you can go find guides, you can go find help. Like you were talking about, you can go to POE Ninja and you can even look at another Inquisitor's storm brand yeah. and see like, Oh, they picked that keystone. That probably like means they have way more DPS and their yeah. build works a lot better than mine. Um, so I think as long as you, and maybe that's kind of the thing um, I'm kind of talking in circles a little bit, but I think having choices or at least feeling like you have choices, you have direction and control brings back a bigger part of the RPG aspect. Like you're building your character, mm-hmm. um, which might not work for some more casual players. Cause they only want to maybe make one character and not make mistakes and feel like they have to start over or whatever. But at the same time, there is guidance if you really, really want it. So right. some sort of combination of just doing giving the the player more choice because I think and I'll finish here is just when you look at sets you kind of hit the nail on the head that like they don't do anything what's the kind way to say like anything like incredible in terms of like really change the way that you do stuff but they do direct you on how to make your build yeah so in a way you you can only put you know four skills on your bar that makes sense for any one set sure what is there any element from Diablo three that you'd like to see come forward in Diablo four? Oh, um, I guess I just hope that there, like, my biggest dream for Diablo would always be that there could be an esports somehow. Mm, yes, um, I love esports. Like, I watched, and that was actually, um, you know, after Crip getting me on the Twitch and watching that. The next thing I watched was StarCraft two esports. I watched NASL. 
watched IPL, I watched all the IEMs. Like I was obsessed. Dude. I was like, people play this for money. It's like super crazy competition. Mm-hmm. Like coming from the running world, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. So I'd love to see, you know, PoE does racing, which I think is a cool way to make an ARPG have an esports scene. But I think you can go further. I don't know if it needs to be PvP per se, but even stuff like, I don't know, you look at, um, what are those things called? The, the mythic dungeon keys, like the system yeah. that they have in WoW. I always felt like that was like Greater Rifts Evolved, essentially. Yeah, and they have the MDI for that. Like, imagine something even taking a step further like that for D4. Oh, man, it could be sick. They yeah. did races at BlizzCon with that and stuff, too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so there, there are, is definitely competition in the PvE environment that they could. Did you see on. that? So the China did this thing where, like, you could, you, it was like 2v2. And you could, you had, you slash what other team could play their classes or whatever. And then they did like a 24 hour stint and whoever was the highest paragon or whoever had the highest GR clear at the end of that 24 hour stint, like one. Oh, I remember seeing, I think there was like a Reddit post about there or something, yeah. right? Sick. Imagine if like, that's a really cool idea. It was for money too, right? Yeah. Imagine if they did like a Twitch rivals, like yeah. Diablo style for that. That'd be just insane. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Yeah. It'd be fun. That'd be so yeah, that's what, So that's what I want. Like more, more competitive things. Yeah. Like I think the leaderboards were a good step in the right direction and just more stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Twitter questions? That's it. I think it's time for Twitter questions. Do it. You guys want to head into it? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm down. All right. So if you guys don't know what this section is, every episode of the podcast, uh, we answer Twitter questions that you guys can submit to us on our Twitters or in our discords. Uh, the links are in the video below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're in discord, somebody could spam those for us or in stream. Now you can spam those. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but the first question comes from SVR and he says a question for all, if you could delete (laughs) one class, which one would it be? This is totally directed at you, Fluff. <laughs> what what class does SVR play? Let's pick that um, one. <laughs> he's been playing a lot of Wiz I, lately. He, he loves that wizard. There is only yeah. one right answer. I you know I would kill witch doctors. I'm sorry, dude. I don't play them anyway. So. <laughs> yep, 100. percent Bad man. Playing I'm a sorry, witch doctor. All you witch doctor fans don't hate me. After Necro came out. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, oh, dude, so the like going back to dumb pets is actually really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, I can't tell them where to go or how to attack, but it's a feature of the witch doctor. They have zombies, mm-hmm. zombies. You can't direct zombies on what to do. And uh, wow, yeah, that's. Who are you gonna? I guess kill? I can't. Can't disagree. Uh, okay, so maybe prior to season seventeen. I would have said Necromancer, or, or sorry, I would have said Wizard 100%. Okay. More cool. This has been my least played, least favorite class. And the only reason that the Necro doesn't have more hours is just because it came out later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I played Thorns Necro for my uh, GR 110 that I was trying to do. Uh, hated every second of it. Yep. <laughs> I did Lawn Skeletal Mage to try to get to GR 110, died on it. Yep. I was like, this class does is made of papers. It's so stupid. So I would love to delete it. Plus, Maybe like next season we'll be on Veer Wizard speeds anyway, so it won't matter. But if you get rid of the Necro, just think of the open space in the meta, man. Just think of all the... I mean, you know, 
would probably delete Fluff's YouTube account at that point too. But that's a delete me for pretty I mean, compelling. They could do argument. that. They want me out of this game anyway. So <laughs> I mean, the surefire way to get me out is deleting Necro. Hundred percent. I'd be Necro. out. I would be <laughs> out. All your they have, they're issuing refunds for everybody that bought the expansion pack. Toxic. <laughs> no sorry, way. Well, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Okay, so Leviathan picked delete Fluff's YouTube account. Uh, that must have been the correct answer. <laughs> yes. All right, Fluff, who are you? We're talking here. Who are you like that? It's they were absorbed by Necro. So yeah, yeah. Which doctor's got to be it? Um, Eddie asked, uh, "Does your hype for the seasons and gear change get less and less when you know the end game content is still only Nephilim rifts or greater rifts?" Hmm. I have to say yes, personally. Like, you know, we've been doing the same end game since Paper of Souls came out. Um, I mean, I say that, but like, like, uh, Necromancer came out, and man, did that reinvigorate this game for me? Like, I was playing probably more than I ever have. When Necro do you think out. a new class would redo that again, though? That's the I thing. don't know, but Necro was like that. It hit at every cylinder for me. Like, it's the you know, it's kind of yeah. evil class. It's like that classic thing that I played in Diablo two, and it's like it was perfect. I don't know if Druid would definitely really do, do things to make it more fun. Right. But the, I guess the question says, is the hype go down right. season after season? Mm-hmm. And I have to say, yeah, man, I, I I think if I look back at historically my playtime curve, just, you know, over the, the last three years, it's like every season, it's a little bit less unless something major happened, you know, season 12 and 13 outliers to me, mm-hmm. 11, I guess. Uh, you that's a, it's such a tough one. Cause I think my answer is both yes and no at the same time. And you might be like, how can you even say yes when you just played like 600 <laughs> hours of friggin' season 17? But I think for me, if I can come up with good goals, that does a lot for me. So, and those are almost external to the game if you want to think about it that way. Cause like, it's not the game really saying like, here's a different kind of approach to your season or seasonal journey or like, you know, they were changing up classes, like almost adding more restrictions. Like, you know, first it was like, I like hardcore because I have to try to not die. Then I added like, I like solo because it slows the game down a little bit more and gear might matter a bit more. Mm-hmm. Then you put those together and now there's like really restricted gameplay. You just keep coming up with all these like random nuances of how to play the same game. Right. Um, but I will say that I definitely am always hyped for at least the opening weekend and maybe that first week. Because sure. I think to me, that's when... The community itself is usually the most hype. There's a lot of like chatter about it. And I love seeing people talking about the game and like sharing items and stuff. That's probably some of the things I get the most enjoyment out of. But also the idea of like that fresh start, everyone's there at the same time at level one. Um, and, you know, it doesn't last very long anymore. But right when you get to 70, kind of like piecemealing your way through to um, the Hadrigs and stuff and like using... I don't freaking know, um, spike traps for like two levels before you finally unlock right. a full set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like the most random stuff you never, ever do. And as soon as you get to grinding <laughs> Paragon, it sucks that it like we figured the game out way too much at this point that you can get there in like six hours from opening the season. Right. And uh, it's like this is my life for the next three months. It's definitely yeah. easy to check out. Mm-hmm. The power, the dopamine drip of those those power in- increases that first weekend are just so, it's so satisfying. This game mm-hmm. encapsulates that better than any other game I've ever played. Like that, just that initial 
reset. And when they first announced seasons to me as not being really playing ladders in D2 or any of that stuff, I thought it was the stupidest concept I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, wait a minute. You're telling me you're resetting my character's progress every three months? That's not, Why would I ever do that? And the only reason I even tried it in the first place was because of the seasonal rewards. Like, oh, the legendary, the new legendaries were behind seasonal wall. And he had those cosmetics. I'm like, I got to get the cosmetics. They're going to only be available this one time ever, which didn't happen really. Like, huh. but How about that? <laughs> yeah. And like all this stuff. So I played it. And then I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is so cool. I, the first opening night, I was like, I love this. This is great. Mm-hmm. You know? You know? Yeah. Some of my fondest memories are from just like initially putting like ragtag groups together and just like trying to stay up for as long as possible. People like falling asleep at their keyboards or like <laughs> dying off. And it's like, well, at least you kind of made it to level 70. We'll check in with you tomorrow when you right. <laughs> can get right. a power level or something. Did you guys have that one friend that always like had to like m- mess with their build after every rift? Oh my God. I had this <laughs> one friend. And he, he knows if he's watching, he know I'm talking about you. You know it. He would sit there and he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a new build. I got a build. I got a build. After every rift, it'd be like two or three minutes, five minutes. And we eventually, like, it's a meme in my circle of friends. Like, if somebody's taken long, we just say his name. And that, and instantly you know, like, oh, I'm sorry, dudes. Hold on. I'm coming. I'm that guy. <laughs> my bad. Mm. That's funny. Oh. What drives oh, me okay. nuts is like the guys that, unless it's like a build, they have no idea what they're doing. Right. Like, unless they're like mm-hmm. following some ex- exact build out there, like until they have that whole thing put together, like they're just worthless in your group like for leveling. And that, that drives me just crazy. Like you can have some idea of how to play the game outside of sets, please. If we're going to level it's the curse of the internet, man, I know, you know, how many people come into your guys streams and like, what is the best class this season? <laughs> okay. What's the best build this season? Yeah. Where yeah. can I get a guide? And that's it. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to look any further. Yeah, everything. Just play what you want. They're all good. That's yeah. it. Have fun, man. Um, the next question comes from Connor. Connor says, "Will more people be pushing um, UE this season thanks to the captain set?" Ooh, nice demon hunter question. Uh, so I had a guy in my chat earlier today who said he didn't yet have good amulets. I think he was playing with squirts actually. Um, but he had done a 119 multi-shot in like 1230. I didn't verify it, but if that's the case, that's really good. Um, no, depending on his paragon level and like how much inflation he's got from like crazy gear or something, because that means it has room to grow. And right now, top of Demon Hunter, like you really, if you're like class of the class, you need to be doing a 130 with your setup. Because um, it looks like Nat's rapid fire is going to be there. It looks like... Uh, lawn rapid fire will maybe be there and n6m4 has the capability so i think ue it's weird because a lot of, of the other demon hunter sets got buffed far more than uh ue did I forget if it was like one or two patches ago so it left it in the dust although mm-hmm. it's still like by far the best speed farmer for like regular rifts bounties etc i just think you'll still have better options and yeah. depends on your goals on if you're trying to push for like top 10 or if you just want to use UE because you love UE that much, it's better than it's ever been with Captain Crimson. I don't think it's still quite an S tier for Demon Hunter. Yep. What, what do you think about Lon Rapid Fire? 
You know that uh, resident sleeper emote people like to put in chat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is me. Why, why it did it have water. to be grenades? Of all it's the always <sighs> grenades, man. Always, dude. Strafe grenades. It's always something stupid with grenades. <sighs> it's because of the Hellcat Waste Guard. I know. Grenades what was like your favorite Demon Hunter build of all time? Before like uh, sets and all that stuff, Chakram, like just the, being able to throw out these like twin ninja stars yeah. just seems so cool to me. And it was a skill that I'm glad survives now and literally just one to 70. But after that, you never look back and you never touch it again. Mm. That's why I'm actually hoping like with the them saying they're going to do a new set for each class. Mm. I actually hope it gets that support. That Damn, that's what we should have asked. Like if, if you can make a set around every class, one skill, right? What would you pick for each class? Oh, I got you. Oh, you ready? Shit. Yeah. I was thinking about this for the last couple of days. Uh, Barb, Frenzy. Because this is a classic skill. And uh, I know, like, single target is, like, super boring. So if you find a way to give it AoE, maybe the set does that. It'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Crusader, Fist of the Heavens. I don't, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the, like, half, no, I don't think 90% of the community yeah. even knows what Fist of the Heavens 100%. looks like. Because <laughs> they haven't used it. Yeah. It's such a sick skill. It is sick. Yeah. 100%. So I would uh, support that one. Uh, Demon Hunter, Chakram for sure. Okay. Uh, maybe traps because they've always tried to make traps a thing and they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, some of your Chakram activates your traps when you put them down or something. Bring back a little bit of assassin flair. Uh, what's next? Monk. Monk's tough because they yeah. actually have a lot of coverage exactly. with all their skills. I think um, they need another wave of lights that person. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Double wave I mean, of lights. Y- you might as well, right? You know? <laughs> How to trigger every every monk in yeah. three words. More wave. Wait, more, more wave. Of light. More wave of light. Uh, maybe Tempest Rush, yeah. though. That's I like, think that's, that was yeah. just... Exactly. That's like the only that's thing that's left. They gotta go to. It's like... Yeah. They actually utilize most of their skills, which is pretty weird for Diablo 3. So Surprising. Yeah. Oh, let's see. So then Necro. So Necro's weird because I feel like they still have a lot of Tread room carefully. to cover. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Is there only one right answer here? No, uh, okay. it, it's, you know what? I think Revive, man. Like, you remember yeah. them talking up that skill and being like, this yeah. cost us so much money to make and be able to make all these right. characters come back to life. And no one uses it. Mm-hmm. No one uses that at all. So maybe like some corpse-based set where you get to utilize corpse explosion more, you get to utilize Revive more. Maybe something that's purely pets, like not just Rathmas, but like mm-hmm. it encourages you to use actually use Army of the Dead, actually use Revive. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Witch Doctor. Witch Doctor, <laughs> besides deleting it, <laughs> it needs a speed build, man. Like yeah, it's no so shit. slow. 100%. And I think that's the reason why it gets ignored. Like it hasn't been in uh, speeds yeah. anymore because. Or not speeds out of push because Firebats got, you know, it's spot taken. And even when Spirit Barrage Lawn was really like starting to take off, it was so cool. And Wizards took over again. Mm-hmm. So that makes uh, Firebats work like cast while moving. There you go. Oh, a whirlwind. A whirlwind. Yeah. A whirlwind, whirlwind of Firebats. Oh, whirlwind snap. Firebats. I actually like that a lot. Yeah. Oh. oh, there you go. Print that. It's and awesome. Wizards play Witch yeah. Doctor. There you go, Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> to turn it into a whirlwind scent. Beautiful. And then for Wizard, I think you got to bring back the original Wizard playstyle, which someone's going to be like, oh, Critical Mass, you're going to do it? No. No, I promise you, you're not going to break your hand again. Blizzard with Hydra. 
You remember like hiding yeah. everything around for eight years? Yeah. This would be way more powerful. Like you get all the Hydras, like using Blizzard, like amplifies their damage or something. Like, I don't know, man, crazy Hydra. Like imagine you get all the Hydras, right? And then you have Serpent Spark, which Serpent, doubles yeah. it. Yeah. So now it's like almost similar to Inna's where you can get all the Mystic Allies or whatever, but now he's got crazy Hydras popping out of the ground. Yeah. Right on. Good answers. So be cool. Be cool. Be done. Um, let's see, where did we leave off? If um Gettard asked, do you think we're gonna uh, do you think we would have seen more changes if Classic WoW wasn't releasing three days later? I don't know personally. No, I don't think so. I don't think Classic WoW influenced this at all. I, I predicted the, the release date because I'm like, there's no way they're gonna drop it after. Yeah. Um, so I was saying it was gonna be the twenty third or a couple months now, I think. Sure. But I wish yeah, not, and I think that's, that's a good call. Yeah, I, I do too. If they would have dropped this season on the was it the thirtieth the next Friday? Yeah. If they would have dropped on the thirtieth, uh, man, that would have been rough. That's the choice at that point. I'm like, am I going to play Diablo or Classic WoW tonight? You know, and, and it's that thing where like you've already gotten the ball rolling on Classic WoW, so like you know, yeah, you're not gonna uh, just this almost brings us full circle, but like you don't want to disrupt that flow, right? So right. you're gonna keep yeah. going with the Classic WoW. Yeah. yeah, and it depends on. On how much, and, and if they pushed it back, and even another week after that, then it's like at that point, it's like, well, you're going to have four weeks of off season because they already announced the season end date, so it's like you can't. You're going to have this huge lull of no season. Mm. Yeah, they should have. They should have come out last Friday, to be honest, the season. But I think so too. Hmm. That'd have been great. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But well, that's well. what it is. Um. Uh, Scythe says at Leviathan, what do you feel was your biggest comeback from a death in hardcore? Ooh, biggest comeback. That's a great question. Um, usually the way that deaths work for me in hardcore is they occur if everything goes right on the like second to last day of the season, because <laughs> then there's nothing else left to do. Like I was probably trying to push and just got wrecked. Um, hmm. I would say the season of uh, Lawn LTK, which I think was season nine. Uh, it was my really first time like getting back to Monk because I was my second most played class in vanilla. Um, and LTK is one of those skills for me that I love. Maybe yeah, that's an answer for a skill to support, but uh, it kind of fits into all the other ones anyways. Mm-hmm. Some Wuko and stuff. Um, I love that build, but man, I died like six times. I'll actually never forget like some of the deaths. I died on the uh, night of the Super Bowl one time <laughs> to a shock tower. I, like For whatever reason, that's just stuck in my head forever. It's like Tom Brady won another stupid championship. <laughs> and I anyway. died. <laughs> Oh Worst god, it's just ever. like salt in the wound, dude. <laughs> Wait, where are you from? You're on the East Coast. I, yeah, dude, I like live in Tom Brady land. I'm in Massachusetts. That's what I'm saying. Why are you hating on Tom Brady? <laughs> oh. I thought that's where you're I thought you're from Boston area, right? Because I just have to hear about it every like the sports fans I hear are so cocky, dude. You'd hate it too. <laughs> like our socks, we, we broke the curse, we reversed the curse, yo. We're winning in football, we're best in the world. So shut I, up. I, uh, Derailing slightly in in um, Ted is it Ted two where they break into Tom Brady's house and <laughs> yes. they lift the cover up and like this golden glow just comes out from the cover. Oh my god, that's so funny, man! <laughs> it's yeah. just like perfect Tom Brady. Boston dude. They love that. He's so a guy. I haven't. I I played hardcore one season and I guess I didn't play it hardcore enough because I never died. So I ended up pushing. You played Crusader, didn't you? 
Yeah, I play yeah. Crusader. I mean, it's the easiest. <laughs> They're hard part. to kill. That's <laughs> hard. That's how you start in hardcore, right? You know, you got two Jump cheat right deaths. Necro, I mean, that's how you do it. Oh God. <laughs> um, so I didn't. I didn't push hard enough to kill myself that season. Um, how do you deal with the deaths, man? Like, has has you ever had one where it's just like it ruined your day, it ruined your week? You're like upset, or are you always just like, ah, that sucks. Let's go back, you know? Yes, uh, season. So I mentioned, I mean, mentioned season fourteen because that was when I was like trying to be super competitive on at that time. Um, Impale was like relatively competitive to actually take the top of the leaderboard, and I had like the second best Impale setup on the server. I was like just gearing. I, I didn't want to push at all because I was like, let me just keep gearing because I know like if I just wait. I'll be fine. But there was one day I decided not to stream. And I was like, I feel it today. Like a clear is going to come. I don't even know what I was pushing back then, like 111 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, got opened up a desert. And, you know, at that point, I'm like, okay, this got this one's got some legs on it. And I kill an elite. I'm ahead on the time. And I vault up to where it's going to exit me out. And I get uh, error, what, 1016 or whatever it is, the disconnection. You, like, I, I stopped playing that season. I was done. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, that was just no. all your hopes and dreams dude yeah, i've never had man. a death hit me that hard but wow. like see and that's kind of my thing is like I, you know if you make a mistake and you die it it's upsetting if you die to your internet dropping your computer locking up an error from blizzard server or a bug right. things that aren't your fault that is like too crushing triggering. to me yeah. soul crushing and that's probably the biggest reason that i can't venture like hardcore was fun the season i played it it was new to me so even though i've got five thousand hours in diablo i'm like i never really played hardcore it was fun but man if i died to a disconnect error or my internet dropping i, I don't know man <laughs> it's, know. it puts you in a bad, bad i could go back space. to hardcore you know for sure i'd be like well i'm softcore the rest of the season mm-hmm. all right how do you feel about the idea that your hardcore characters roll over to softcore when they die? So to me, that was actually, it's really weird because before I ever played PoE, I had always heard that that was a thing. And I thought, wow, that's actually a really elegant way to like entice people to <clears throat> play hardcore yeah. without them feeling like, oh, but I'm just deleting my time when this character you know, mm-hmm. eventually dies. However, I actually think... I don't think it necessarily cheapens hardcore, but I feel like you'll actually, if you really enjoy hardcore, you'll never even play those characters when they go over to softcore because you just yeah. want the hardcore experience again. You know, yeah. I could see people thinking that it cheapens hardcore. hundred, I could see why they feel that way. Yeah, the, the purist will definitely mm-hmm. tell you that. Yeah, this is like you just know you can die though, so like are you, you're not going to play it like it's real hardcore, right? What do you feel about so. the logout macro in PME? <sighs> It's unethical, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I I was the biggest person against it. Um, and I used to like go bother Quinn about it whenever I'm like, come on, dude. Like, you should have died there. You know you should have died right. there. But I think um the way to probably look at it is that like the game allows you to do it successfully. So it's just like a part of the game, yeah. I guess, in a way. Working and as I, intended. <laughs> right? And I think GGG has come out enough to say that like they don't mind that people do it. So I don't know if if that's the devs' intent, then sure. can't really get too caught up about it. But I do feel like it kind of ruins the yeah. quote unquote purity of hardcore. I think they can't stop it, so they're just like, yeah, we're okay with it. All right? Yeah, you can't beat it, join it. Right. Um, let's. Kiray says uh, Leviathan. What would you do for extra cash as a side job besides <laughs> content creation? 
He asked Ooh. us this the other day. He, he wanted to specifically ask you, I guess, too. That's a cool question. Um, so this is assuming that like content creation pays all the bills. I can just like go do whatever. <laughs> uh, I think they're just saying besides content creation, like if you had a side gig that you would enjoy to make extra cash, what would it be? Oh, okay. like, like a rock band hero or something, you know? Yeah, imagine oh, you're not making your millions from Diablo like we all do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Living in the lap of luxury. Yeah. Posters everywhere. Um, I think... Uh, I actually already did this and I would go back and do it again. It just didn't make a lot of money. But being um, a barista, I worked at Starbucks for like three months. And maybe because I only did it for such a short time, I think it's kind of a cool job. But just the the idea of like, you kind of see people at their worst because I, I don't know how much you guys drink coffee. But dude, I like am hangry, like horrible to deal with before I get a good coffee. <laughs> um but you, you get these people and they come in every day with their like stories. They'll tell you about like how like their dog almost ran away or like, you know, the mailman didn't quite put the, the thing in the in the mailbox and oh, I'm so angry. But I don't know. You just get this report with people from morning to morning. And so, yeah, go ahead. You drink your coffee black. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Psychopath. Leviathan oh, my God. <laughs> you guys don't <laughs> No, It's just there's a study out there. This is real. This isn't made up. There, is it too intense if if you like black coffee you are more inclined to be a psychopath so it's just like ongoing meme i believe it i'm probably, <laughs> yeah. probably a little crazy no, I can't. it's too, it's too <laughs> bitter for me yeah. i can't i can't drink i have yeah, to my, put creamer in it and sugar a little girl one comes a coffee yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna I go ahead it. i love it but. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna let you in on the secret though like until I worked at Starbucks, this is like, I, I like must have really drank the company Kool-Aid slash coffee. Cause like, until I worked at Starbucks, I used to do the same. I used to like put a little bit of coffee into my, you know, cream and sugar yeah, basically. Anyway, yeah. But I think, um, they actually sent me to training classes to like distinguish the difference between mm. medium roast and light roast and dark mm-hmm. roast. So you kind of appreciate the different like mm. nuances, texture yeah. palettes or yeah. Like the taste palette of it all. Um, and if you do it enough, like it kind of becomes habit. Mm-hmm. So I would say with good coffee, like I wouldn't, I usually don't have like a Dunkin' Donuts black because like I like burn it and stuff or whatever. But if it's like a decent coffee, like a nice artisan coffee house or something, right. it sounds so like mm, from a noise Dunkin' Donuts sponsorship. Thanks <laughs> yeah. a lot, Leviathan. Oh, whoops. I mean, um, yo, Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> hit up the new meta. We run on Dunkin' over here. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could like black coffee because it's like so much better for you than just putting a ton Super, of sugar. Super, yeah, way healthier. Yeah. But I just don't. I can't yeah. do it. I always saw myself like being a barista. So, like I, people talk about like retirement. I'm like, no, man, I don't. Like you just get bored. So I could just see myself being like an old fucking dude working in a coffee shop somewhere. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think like the personality type that would be a streamer would probably translate well because you like probably telling stories or like just talking to people, yeah. you know, and you yeah. get new people coming in every day. It's almost the same thing. Yeah, I love talking about myself. It's my favorite thing. My <laughs> boss told me that I'm not an adult until I could drink black coffee. Mm, oh, up. Mm. damn! They, they straight up lectured me. This is like ten years ago, and they straight up lectured me. Like, you're not a real adult until you drink black coffee. And I'm like, guess I'm never gonna be an adult then. <laughs> still to this day, I mean, I, I still just can't do it. I try, I try every now and then. I'm like, I'm gonna drink this one black today. And I'm like, nope. nope. <laughs> you gotta find you gotta find a light roast that you like, like uh, blonde roast at Starbucks. <laughs> it's like you guys are gonna get sponsored by Starbucks. Yeah, That's the sponsorship you, you want. Right, there we go. Um or even like uh caribou coffee, like any breakfast blend basically, those tend to be less harsh and a little brighter mm. and maybe a bit more palatable, like just black. Mm. 
All right, I'll take, I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to like tell there me what go, I should yeah. go to Starbucks and order. All right. I'll, try, I'll try one, dude. I got you. Uh, um, let's see what else do we got? Uh, okay, this is this is the most oh, important question of the night. I'm ready. I think. Okay, bacon or sausage? You always ask it so like wrong, right? You got to choose no. between one or the other forever. <laughs> okay, you, you you can only have one or the other. For the rest of your life. Oh, the, oh, wait. So this is like, it's not like what's best is like, this is it. Yeah. No, this is your like choice. You're sacrificing it's just, no, one. Flip's no, trying to no, influence no, no. Your, your answer. <laughs> it's just Leviathan. Bacon <laughs> or sausage? It's the, it's it's black or white. Bacon or sausage. It's not black or white. I just had an omelet this morning that had both in it. And I really couldn't imagine that omelet without both. Um, But that being said, I got to go bacon. Yes. I got to go My bacon. My man. My man, thank you so bacon, much for that. It's there's <laughs> like it can be crispy, like you can. Yes. It's uh, Canadian bacon. Oh, there goes fluff. All right, well, <laughs> <laughs> and this it's, it's and the it. bacon. I didn't know. Oh man, bacon's so good. Oh look at that, I got a bacon emote. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, bacon emote, man. <sighs> yeah, that's where it's at, man. You, you ever had a bacon? Ever had a baconator, bro? I knew I knew there was a reason that I like this guy Listen, so much. It's not man. that I don't like bacon, but you're picking between one or the other for the rest of your life. You're gonna pick bacon. Bacon's just bacon. Sausage can be like a million things. Just bacon. He's trying to persuade you. Okay. He, he already chose. Just, you, know, you already sausage lost. Sausage yeah. is really good. It's fine, dude. It's fine. I, I'm with you. Bacon? Sausage is good, but bacon. Mm-mm. It's what? fine, Levithan. <laughs> you like bacon we call you love it then <laughs> salty salty oh. oh man that's all the twitter questions that i have today guys yeah, so, yeah. awesome Easy. podcast Leviathan, thank you so much for coming on the show um it was awesome having you man oh, yeah. yeah thank you guys for having me this is awesome what you guys do glad that um content for d3 still continues you guys mm-hmm. still uh are somehow able to put this show on every week kudos to you yeah i carry it's, hard but it's not always easy, easy. <laughs> wow <laughs> i know oh, fluffy's heavy too oh, leviathan tell everybody where they can find you at in case they don't already know youtube <clears throat> twitter everything throw it out all right so definitely feel free to check out the stream uh that's uh twitch.tv slash leviathan 111 big 24-hour stream coming down the pike um for friday uh, YouTube's where all the like build guides and news coverage and all that stuff goes. Hopefully that'll be full of stuff in November, right? That's um, youtube.com slash leviathan d3. Um, and then Twitter, like I was, I was just mentioning, changed up the name there a little bit. So it's twitter.com slash that's leviathan. And mainly it is a lot of stuff about d3, but also like when I was playing Teamfight Tactics, was talking about some of the content there and strategies and whatnot. So for gaming in general, check that out. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, my name is The P-Child. You can catch me Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere at The P-Child. Lord underscore Fluffy, double those underscores on the Twitters. We'll see you guys next week, minus at Leviathan. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>